live from the drunk tank at the Morgan County Government Jail. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, take two, where we talk about spirituality, <laughs> news, and we're having a live event this weekend. Yeah. Allegedly. Maybe. Jury's we'll still out. This. No, we'll I'm doing too much episode. fucking work. We're doing one. Uh, my name is Michael Basinger. With me, our old Gungaloo himself, yeah, Brad what's Polly. What's going on? Derp's Poonaloo, Matt Polly. Hey. We got the prospector, Brad Pickens. <laughs> and together, we are the glorious <laughs> bastards. Watch out for coyotes! Thanks to Dan and T.O. for telling us our audio sucked at the first attempt. Um. <laughs> So thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Always glad to be here. Yeah, this is you're in Brad's first time. How's the together, how's the how's thing. the gold season going? All right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to you. All right. Thanks um, for asking. <laughs> Mule turned up lame. <laughs> had, had to put her down. Had bad blood, <laughs> but you can eat him. <laughs> a little um, stringy, but it'll get you there. <laughs> So announcements, uh, we do have a winner for our NCAA tournament oh, was challenge. It, it was not Brad, it was Jason White. So congrats, oh, Jason White. Do a drum roll, but whatever. Good job, Jason. Oh, I was gonna pick well, he I was has, gonna so. pick Kansas to win. No, you weren't. Yeah, well, no, you fucking You're so full of shit. Yeah, um, I had it. Uh Hymns of Reconstruction is on Spotify. Um there's a new uh Dow Day Matt. Yeah. It's on patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Yeah. Um we've got a live event. Yeah, Saturday. Anything we need to know? Uh, email should have gone out to everybody that's got tickets. So okay, bring questions. Yep. Uh, or don't, t- or don't topics. Hey, seriously, don't fucking forget your your COVID vaccination or your yeah. your negative test. Yep. Bring those. Bring don't your forget tickets. That well, we listen. have a COVID sniffing dog. So yeah, he'll if, uh, he only sniffs anal. And yeah, burns, it's burning. only it's only anal. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, only we're bringing anal. And, he's, and he's got to get really up there. Yeah, it's to like really a, detect. It's, it's, a good, a, it's a two knuckler. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't bring the card, you're you're definitely getting a snout up the ass. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> uh, also, wait, are you coming to this thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. Um, <laughs> you haven't sold it. <laughs> so so Matt, we've yeah. talked about on the podcast like things to expect. Um, and, <laughs> shitty weather, you know. Just fucking terrible. Brad, Brad and I were discussing it today. Uh, uh, we great. we do have some demands. We do have some green room demands. So, are you going to go get them? You're or? the promoter. No, you're the promoter. You got to do it. So, number one, we need whiskey glasses with Brad's face on it. Wait, okay. not just my face. Well, all the faces, yeah. but mainly Brad's. What? What? You're, you're the, <laughs> fuck. You're the one who wants the whiskey glasses. I do, but not just with my head. You on think it. you're going to get those by the live event? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not showing up if I don't. We want a 24 pack of ice mountain water. Um, what the fuck sh- are you guys doing? A, sh- <laughs> <laughs> a charcuterie board with all the fixins. Two fresh pineapples, cored and sliced. One gallon. How much time do you guys spend on this? Because <laughs> this is a real winning segment right now. One gallon of. It is. One, you are so mad. Right one now. gallon of locally sourced cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I would prefer that it was processed on site. It's served in a clean diaper. <laughs> Two gallons of blue M&Ms with one green M&M mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> a fresh pair of plain white Hanes. How much of this do you have, <laughs> I, I have like six more. A fresh- assigned, original, assigned original copy of Black Sabbath's Paranoid. <laughs> um, you guys really worked on this together? Uh, no. a, f- a fresh pair of plain white Hanes ankle socks. <laughs> 24 rolls of toilet paper, 
Just, you know, they run out. A massage table. Are you, you're not writing any of this down. So I can, I'll have, I'll have I'm a little yeah, concerned. Go ahead and send me that. I'm a little concerned that none of this is going to get done. Yeah, go ahead and send that list to me. I'll see how, how, what I can uh, do with it. A, a kiddie pool of lime jello. One of those, Michael, one of those Sibian right. vibrating jack-off toys. Okay, so <laughs> this is what I want. It, this, is, this is the most important one. This is a pre-tested, and I cannot stress pre-tested enough. It needs to be, you really need to take it to the limits. I want a, a pre-tested pocket pussy and 24 AA batteries Good for when it God. runs out. How, how much time did you fucking spend on that, man? I spent about 10 minutes on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... You knew you, you knew you guys were pissing me off today, so you just went ahead and did that, didn't you? God. Yeah. yeah, you did that. After you know I, what? You may get a vacation from work, but you are not getting a vacation away from this. Oh, clearly, shit. yeah, clearly. <sighs> so, but no, but we're. It was worth it. It was worth it because you're you're just fuming. You're absolutely. Oh, I don't give a shit. I'm not, oh, okay, I'm not fucking doing any of that. Are you kidding me? I mean, you got to try. I won't be there. Okay. <laughs> It'll be a better show without you. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Oh, it's okay. Do you, right. want, do you want to go down that road? If we can go down that road. God. Oh, fuck, uh, it. Any, fuck it, dude. I'm staying at home. Anything else? Anything else? We I'm need just going to sit out. Uh, I'll sit out in the audience and just throw shit at you the entire shit. Finishing my coffee. <laughs> Literal shit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's coming up April 9th. Like I said, there'll be give, giveaways. If you and, haven't bought tickets by now, Saturday? you're not coming. So. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple buy a few days ago. So, I mean, you know, there's still people trickling in. I think there are people who are coming that haven't bought tickets. Not getting in for free. No, you're not getting in for free. That so, There will be a dozen of people there. There's like 60-some people bought tickets. Mm. Okay. That's more than a, a, a dozen of people. Oh, my God. Double dozens. You know what? I was going to make your whiskey glasses, but go fuck yourself. You're not getting them now. That's fine. You can get them on April 10th. What's April 10th? You the weren't, you weren't going to make them before the live. Go fuck yourself. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came how's, for this? How's the yeah. ministry going, buddy? Excellent. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to end tonight. If somebody hears this. <laughs> yes, Tracy, it's Ask a Pastor. Yes. I literally sent an email out to everybody that's got tickets including you. Tracy, Dude, do you ever Tracy, read emails? I mean, emails. honestly. That's not my problem. Check your emails. I wonder if Tracy... Check your spam folder because it's probably in your Yeah, spam. probably is. And if you have any other 90s technology, check that. <laughs> if you can check your all your Tamagotchis, that'd be great. <laughs> we sent you an IM. Yeah. Um... What are we drinking? Uh, Pickens brought up from Half Acre Brewing. Oh, this is from Pickens. Yeah. Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. It's called Every Pale Ale That Was Ever Made by uh, Half Acre. You're just fucking on one tonight. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) It's good, man. It's It's a good pale ale. You could drink it all day long. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And we had a lot of beer at dinner. I had a so, God giant damn. ass fish so bowl of margarita. We went to we went to well, we went to the Mexican place. Michael and I got there first, <laughs> and he gets a margarita. The guy doesn't ask sizes for anything. No, he's like he's like, I was like a strawberry margarita, and I was like, I'll have a Dos Equis Amber with a lime in it. I'm assuming I'm getting a bottle of beer at this point. He comes out with a fucking what was the German style? Like, it was like 36 ounces. It was literally like yeah, three yeah. beers. Yeah. My, my, I think he pretty well sussed us out. Yeah, I think I, he did too. Yeah. My margarita was 
It was very large. <laughs> Fishbowl. Like, and you had big. half of it gone before dinner came, so. Yeah. I, it, yeah, I had to slow myself down. Is that protein doing the Lord's work right now? The old something's ombre burrito the, or whatever it was? Something's going down in the, uh, the with the Michael nether could, region. Michael could, <laughs> Michael could be running off shortly. Yeah, uh, I had Big Poncho's burrito, and I'm going to have <laughs> Big Poncho's deuce here in a bit. Big Poncho! Um... Tracy, are you going to come to the cigar bar? I'm wanting to know. <laughs> uh, asking for a friend. Um, let's do uh, 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 anything. Okay, let's do. Yeah. Here we go. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side. Oh, we, we're not going to do a What the Fuck's Going On When Pickens is Here? <laughs> oh, why not? We'll do that after this. They're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Bright Side himself, Matt Polly. Hey. Yeah. What do you got, bud? I'm on vacation this week. Fuck yeah. So. I'm not. I'm not working. That's wait. You know what that deserves? What? That deserves. <laughs> That's what that deserves. Space yeah. horn. Fuck yeah. Space horse. Fuck yeah. It has nothing to do with my day off, man. Sex dogs. Sex dogs does it. What? Matt's ball. I bet that got some attention today. No. On your vacation. No. You didn't, get, you, you didn't give him a little tickle, <laughs> a little tug, <laughs> a little oil change. Oh, God, this is what such a, a healthy thing. What what a, uh, it's gone on for two hundred ninety-three episodes. What a a little preventative really, really good to be part of. I'm again. on vacation. I did so. PMs on my dick. <laughs> Brad, what do you got? You have lost God the plot. Damn, what do you got? Brightside? Oh, uh, okay. Um, what's this segment supposed to it's be? It's called Bright. You're supposed to talk about something Brightside in your <laughs> so week. We'll and Brad will do something you. really. <laughs> <laughs> Brad will say re- something really fucking depressing. No, no, I'm good. Right. I, I, uh, I wasn't going to. Fuck you. <clears throat> there, I mean, there's my Brightside. Fuck good, yourself. It's a good 70% of the time. Yeah, happens. you know what else is a good 70% of the time, Michael? You gobbling my balls. Yeah, you suck in my nutsack. <laughs> Yum. So, uh, <laughs> um, oh, so this, we've got the, um, Abram's going to the National Spelling Bee, my middle son, in May and oh, June, yeah. right? So that's coming up relatively soon. Uh, it turns out, c- congratulations. Now, if you could only fork over about eight grand <laughs> for the trip. Yes. So, crazy expense. We had no idea. Like, we have to get two hotel rooms for us all to go. That alone is $4,000 for the week. So it's crazy. So That's anyway, awesome. super expensive. But um, a local podcast here in town, Porch Time podcast. They, they I think it's record like like every news. night. It's insane. Like literally every night, I think they do a broadcast. It's like a radio <clears throat> Facebook group thing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, when Abram won the regional B and there and they had him on and we all went on and we talked about it and he talked about it and they asked us questions. Well, they decided last week we get Mandy got a text from one of the ladies that does the podcast and she said, we're doing an auction to raise money for your trip. Um, and we're going to do it on Sunday. So it was like, we, I think it was on Thursday. So we had like three days. It was like, Holy shit. Um, 
So anyway, I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of it, yeah. but they were raising money for him. And there's another kid at his school that's going to sing it, sing at Carnegie Hall. Oh, nice. So their goal was to raise sixty five hundred dollars and then split it between the two of them. Right. Yeah. So that was their goal. And I was thinking, oh, there's no way. Like, yeah, I just there's I just don't see it. <clears throat> so they ended up that thing went on for seven hours. Jeez straight like they were recording seven hours straight that's insane you think our episodes are i know um and they ended up raising uh eight thousand dollars jeez nice yeah and so what put it at eight it, it was one of these less i said something in the pub about it, like where like the universe sometimes has a way of just like, <laughs> like just beating your ass with like a lesson yeah <laughs> you know what I'm, like, I'm sorry or god mm universe you've or done God. it again <laughs> so uh i forgot we have we have a man of the cloth here yeah. um old prospector uh monsignor uh Bragans. finish what you're doing okay so um <laughs> wrap it up here bud you have derailed so anyway one of the, the guy there was a guy that donated like the last six or seven hundred dollars like to get it to eight thousand he was just like, hey, whatever you day he was like, to get it to eight thousand, I'll donate to once the auction was over, he was like, I'll donate whatever it was to get it up to eight thousand. This is a guy that lives in like in my neighborhood. And he was like Ezra's baseball coach like years ago. And he's like like he, he's just kind of not the nicest dude. No, like he's you know what I mean? Like he's kinda of hard yeah. to be around. He's very like I, I said I've said before he's kind of like he reminds me of like the prototypical like townie that old townie jock that never left that kind of guy you know what I'm saying like <clears throat> so anyway he donates like seven hundred dollars to get it to eight thousand it was like this lesson of you know like when you like when we label people <laughs> we kind of erase any of their humanity they have like this is an insanely conservative town that's pretty well documented on this podcast yeah. I mean, God only knows what the percentage for Trump was in both time, both yeah. elections. But like they, every they donated so much stuff. People just donated stuff, like businesses and individuals, and people just gave money whether they bought anything or not. And somebody paid four hundred dollars for a carrot cake. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's just it was crazy. it was crazy for like a a community that you know we've labeled Trumper, and it it is to some degree, mm -hmm. but. Like, there's still humanity there. It was just a, I don't know, it was just a really interesting lesson. I was thinking about it. That was on Sunday, and I was thinking about it yesterday. And kind of almost tearing up, because it was just like, I never I never thought that there was that amount of generosity in Martinsville, you know? Yeah. But people just kind of showed up, yep. and it was really cool. Just, just because they were proud of these two kids That's from awesome. the community that are going to go represent the community in kind of opportunities of a lifetime. So it was cool, really cool. So sweet, Brad. Do you have anything? My grandson Abram is going to <laughs> Washington uh, <laughs> to participate in the script spelling. Oh, I was going to tell you, Mandy and I have our own room. You're going to stay with the kids yeah. in that room. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> going to need you to bar the door there, big fella. <laughs> This is going to be a family vacation where it is going to be on like like fucking donkey. I'm going full Marion Barry in D.C. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this town has uh, offered you all this cash to do. God, don't so forget the rubber sheets and the just journals. rail after rail of coke. God. <laughs> <laughs>
You gotta visit that pizza shop in DC. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, going, Hillary's pizza shop. Yeah, shit's going down there, man. <laughs> did you have, did you have anything to say? Um, you don't have to. Uh, it's okay. fine. Unspoken. Okay. Unspoken. I don't really have anything that I thought of something on my way here. Uh, my kids asked me to quit the podcast. Today, so <laughs> <laughs> they actually like me, so that's 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 an improvement. So I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like, my um, my my daughter said, I, she, we were talking about they wanted to me to stay home and play Lego Star Wars video game that came out today. Um, and my daughter said we were just talking about it, and then all of a sudden my my daughter starts talking about her principal. She's like, well, you know, Mr. Stout, one time he didn't show up to work. I love he was, she thinks it's He work. was sick. He was sick, and you can just pretend like you're sick. <laughs> I love that she thinks this is work. Yeah. This <laughs> is a job paying for her alcohol problem. <laughs> and other things. Yeah. Um, do we have any other? Oh, we're gonna do the music segment. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. All right, here we go. Do you have Do you have an old blog, perchance? <laughs> an old blog? Yeah, like a blog that you used to write in. You still have your Zanga site? Yes. How'd you guess? Can you pull it up? No. For what? Because <laughs> we're gonna do a segment here. We're gonna do the music segment. No, we'll be right. You know what we want you to read? All right, here we go. Uh, this is. We want you to read that letter that that committee wrote. <laughs> Nope. Music segment right now. Here we go. <laughs> when you were an evangelical preacher. Indeed. <laughs> if you like Icelandic falsetto, if you think Nick Cave's the bomb, if you like to crank Marvin Gayo when you bang the Polly's mom. Dude, don't even ask. God damn it. Music time, 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 music time. There's so much talent wasted on this podcast. All right, music. Music tongue with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Music time, uh, um, Matt. What do you, what do you got? Uh, Paul Cawthon. Uh, oh, I forgot right. to listen to this. Yeah. You sent this to me. Yeah. Need some halls? Because you're Cawthon. Yeah, that's what. Good one, buddy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you're going to workshop that. Where you <laughs> Wait, what that was that your, joke? We're going to want to talk that. Tuck Need that some halls because you're Cawthon. Boy, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, a stretch. That's but a it stretch. Makes, uh, it makes sense in my mind. Yeah. Well, matters. anyway, I uh, really liked it. <laughs> Thanks. The song is called Country as Fuck. That makes ones of us. <laughs> Dude, this guy fucking rules, man. His first album's pretty fun. I'm a shade tree mechanic, got a one ton truck. I drink a 30 bucks. Chris Isaacs. Country as fuck. Call me little Nas, call me Tim McGraw. Not a moment too soon, I had horses in the stall. I go to Piggly Wiggly, call out on my TV. Just a fun fucking album, man. Hot dog, holly golly, dag nabbit. I was two years old when I shot my first rabbit. Yeah, his album a couple years ago was fucking great. Who's this called? Paul Coffin. 
So I think at one point I was thinking of going up and seeing him when he was an indie a few years back. Yeah, I wasn't going to go to that. Because it was like in some old-ass honky-tonk in indie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just, that's just a fun fucking that, album, that, man. You know what that song is? That song just sells t-shirts. It that, does. He, he wrote yeah. that simply because he'll sell a million Who country AF yeah. t-shirts. Yep. It is, Paul Coffin, the, al- the, uh, the album is Country Coming Down. So, Incidentally, we will be selling country as fuck t-shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> our live event coming up as well. <laughs> Wait, are we selling t-shirts? I don't, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't have time to make them. I'm sorry. Well, God, Matt, you know what? If you, you didn't fucking procrastinate. Dude, you took fucking vacation for this. Why aren't you? <laughs> took me three hours to make one <laughs> last day. Michael and I have some. <laughs> You're no. the world's shittiest sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what do you got, bud? Um, okay, so this is a song I just downloaded. haven't listened to it yet, but it's a band I love, Ty- Typhoon. Yeah. Typhoon's good, man. I love love yeah, this a new band. album. They're putting out it's. They just put out a couple of singles. Uh, okay. Uh, this one's called Mind of God. I think I prefer the cover band Hurricane. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> so this is a live reaction because I haven't heard it. So. Oh, okay. Do you do you know these guys? Holy shit! What the <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> It's a sad bad oh, I'm sorry. music. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. It's not like fucking Captain Beefheart or like Sebastian Bach. I'm just sorry. Want, I just want something I can ignore. It's your special Monday morning mixtape. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love this. This guy's is on voice. like level three on the volume when you're doing your devotions. <laughs> I like it. But yeah. I like these guys, so thank you, Lord. Yeah, I fervently ask you to Jehovah Jireh, save me. Yeah, I love his voice. And if you ever read their lyrics, dude, he's a great writer. So, do you really do you not know Typhoon? Uh-uh. Oh fuck, they have better yeah, songs. You, you got to get on that. I'll, I'll put them in my playlist. <laughs> yeah, is, it, is that Typhoon with a T? Yes. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck else would it be? <laughs> the, <laughs> The L is silent, though. <laughs> uh, Pickens, what's yours here? What do you want? You want I will yours? now sell five copies of Cillian by Johnny Flynn. Are you still on this guy, Fuck, dude? He's a good guy. <laughs> so this is Johnny Flynn. Okay. Johnny Flynn okay. raising the dead. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Are you now? Muted? See if you were using. Am I this? muted, buddy? Uh, no. Sure. Yeah, you are. What about it? Start it over. Start it over. <laughs> Big whoop. Oh, we'll fight it. about it. Cue arrhythmic bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I love this Captain Beefheart cover band. You wouldn't. You wouldn't get it. Shut up. Real talk, I do like this guy. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a heavy download a couple of albums that really good. 
the shrug and his shoulders and the blood. He reminds me of the guy from Typhoon a little bit. But, like, well, he's South African, right? Yeah. But he sounds Irish. Yeah. Oh, I've got this and album. The, and the freaking lyrics, dude, <laughs> are just... Oh, oh shit, I need to listen to this again. Yeah. What it's about is, um, like, his dad died when he was young. And he's, like, seeing his dad again and his daughter and stuff. And it's just freaking... Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. All right. <clears throat> Michael? I'm going to do a song for all my enemies out there. Uh, this is a message going into the the weekend. Um, if I happen to see oh, any no. of my enemies, here, here, here's the songs for you. And we're gonna get to the the second chorus because that's the better chorus. So. They're, uh, he's poisonous. Aren't snakes look so deadly? So deadly? So deadly? I don't fuck with snakes. <laughs> I don't fuck with snakes. <laughs> I don't fuck with things without arms and legs. <laughs> I don't fuck, I don't with, fuck snakes. with snakes, man. <laughs> Thought it was self-explanatory, but <laughs> what's this song about? If you were to, <laughs> well, she's gonna she's gonna break it down for you in verse one. Here it comes. This is not a metaphor for people that I don't enjoy. This is entirely about snakes. I don't care if they are pet or if they haven't bit you yet. You will be the next thing that they eat. I mean, eat. It's inevitable. They're wild animals. They think you're edible. They can swallow you whole. Got to get the rattle in there. That's it. Koruk. That's uh, snakes. Who? That is Koruk. A, that is a very special song. Yeah. Koruk. Koruk. I don't know. C-O-R-O-O-K. <laughs> yeah. Koruk. Koruk. Hallelujah. <laughs> Barak. Praise the Lord. Hussein. <laughs> was it not in it? It wasn't Karuk? No. Wait, what was it? Pentateuch? No, it wasn't that either. I think we've gone over this. <laughs> Pentateuch. What Shabak. was it? Shabak. Shabak. That's right. No, Shabak. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. continuing from last week, when you, a song that hits just right at the right time. Wait, are you when looking I, at me? What, no, when I, I played, when I played, I'm talking to you. Okay. And oh, just right, people. Fucking calm your t- What the fuck is your <laughs> I just happen to be looking at him talking. Jesus. I, I ask a simple question. <laughs> anyway. So last week, Get I off my two, dick. Two, Tuesday's, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner because it hit. Oh, oh yeah. that's, yeah, that song. So, so good. I'm on vacation this week, and like Sunday was my last day. And so. Summertime by Will come, Smith. No. It's, <laughs> that ain't well. It's actually, it's actually Miami. Um, no, it's welcome wild, wild to West. Miami. Yeah. So I was just playing. I was just playing. I put on my butt metal playlist for whatever reason. And this song came on, and it hit. The sun was out. The sunroof was open. Like, it just it hit right. So. There you go. I'm glad to know that the podcast has not changed much since the last time I was on. No. Wait, is this fucking Striper? No. Yeah, that's Striper. It's not Striper. Yeah, oh, that's Rocky Like Rocky a Hurricane. Like a hurricane. Okay, it's not that either. So it's Striper. It's not Rocky <laughs> Like a Hurricane. It's the same song. Every every early Christian band had a secular yes, of course, you know, yes, counterpart. Yeah, so. and this is Scorpions, and that was yeah, yeah. Striper. What was the Garmo and Keys counterpart? <laughs> <laughs> I usually just go with Petra and Journey. Yeah. I mean, you know. Why did this song hit you right? I don't know, man. 
I mean, it's a it's well, a fine the song. song. I, it's, <laughs> the intro fucking slaps. I just I don't know. Yeah, it's just a weird one. It should have been the uh, winds of change. That song fucking ruled. <laughs> That's that, that shit brought down the wall. It did that Rocky. <laughs> and then Trump put it back up. Yeah. And then Jan beefed it right on. <laughs> and where do we land on? Is this striper or not striper? It's not striper. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, new idea. Guy for fucking the, beefs on his motorcycle. New idea dies. for the podcast: Is it Striper? It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no one like you by Scorpions. Wait, are we going to do the new um, segment? Well, what segment? Uh, which one? Let's you get two. through this segment first. Okay, no, but we, this probably should be in the in the music segment. Yeah, why? Don't look at my screen. What, what's the segment? I've got midget porn on here. What's the what segment? You, what? Can we finish this segment before we I was, go to another It was the one segment? I talked about last night, where I read a song that had no business being on the fucking radio well, from the gonna, 90s. You're not going to actually play the song. Well, I you? might once it, once once you guys right. guess it. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's finish this round of songs, and then we'll we'll do whatever game you want to play. Brad, what other song do you have? Do you, you have, have one? Oh, I, well, I was just. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, I will drive down 11 hours every freaking week from Michigan to do this. Uh, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha Rudy is the artist. S-A-C-H-A. Sacha. Sacha. Satchmo. Okay. It's his nickname, Satchmo. No, it's not. That's not. Nope. Yeah, I think no, it is. is no. That was one of those guys. No. Yeah, but not that guy. Who was that? Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, he was Satchmo. Sat, as I call him. Satchy. <laughs> Good old sack. Uh... <laughs> Upside Down is the song. It's just an EP called Somewhere. This is Jack Johnson, Over Upside Down. <laughs> yeah. Over the Rainbow? Oh, yes. Over the Rainbow, there's another <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> Look at the rainbow. Anywhere you go, please wait for me. Pretty good, man. Many places I know. Sexy time music. Why do you tell us what songs you make love to? I haven't to this one. Yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just if you give me about three or four hours here. <laughs> By the way, Barry White. Little cliche, but <laughs> stop. He gets the job done. Barry back. gets the job done every time. Alright. You made love to Chocolate Rain yet? No. <laughs> Well, you're not that's, living. That's, that's that's the boss at the end of the sex level, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Pickens, did you have a number two song? I didn't know that I was. Uh, yeah. Pickens makes to. love to Warren Zevon. Nobody told me. <laughs> uh, Shit's fucked up. <laughs> only yes. only werewolf in London though. <laughs> no, shit's the fucked in, up. That's what he listened. To. The <laughs> indifference of heaven. Yeah. Do you want another song? Well, I didn't know I was allowed one. Well, you. We're, we can. How many extra songs do I get? Just one. I don't know. I don't have a, another song picked out. It's fine. To, you don't have to. I was not informed that uh, there would be a second song test portion of the podcast. Keith Green, Highway. Michael. Do you have one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this one is one I've done on the podcast, <laughs> but I want to redo it again because Pickens is here, and I just want to experience Pickens listening to this song. Um, you guys will know what it is. It's the the last. Let me pull up the title of this this artist. The the artist is called The Last River Bottomed Fig Plucker. Oh, this guy again? Yeah. So I, I have played this on the podcast. It's it's just this guy who was writing trying to do an album a week. Right. During COVID. An album a week. An album a week. No, I'm thinking about that. Don't <laughs> Yeah. It's a stream of consciousness. 
<laughs> but here it is. This is this is the song. I'm not going to tell you the title of the song because it gives it away. Darling, I just wanted to sing another song to you. Like it's kind of Johnny Cash esque, like end of his life. (laughs) Until this. Tell you just what you've meant to me so far. Everything about. I just wanna fuck you. (laughs) I just wanna fuck you. I just wanna scream it out. Wait, is this DeGarmo and King? No, yeah, yeah, this is the, the Christian equivalent <laughs> to DeGarmo and King. Alright, that's the song's t- titled I Just Wanna Fuck You. <laughs> pretty, pretty on the nose. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. So. Well, play that other one that you always play, the one, the TikTok song. The TikTok song? Which one? <laughs> Calories or whatever. Oh, hold on. I don't even have that. Uh, this is pretty special, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's in the sexual tab I have here. Uh, that's a guys. very large tab. <laughs> it is a very, it's a very verbose. Surprise, uh, your browser's still alive. Uh, yeah, hasn't right. crashed. <laughs> here we go. You're about to burn some calories on my dick. <laughs> I'm about to put my penis between your lips. <laughs> About to drop my dick between your ears <laughs> And you're gonna love it <laughs> oh, I dare you to play this I'm gonna get fired when I go home. It was this. It was at this moment that Pickens had realized the mistake that he made <laughs> coming on this podcast. No, he's here to try to we just sanctify us. Don't, don't worry. Something. Don't worry. We will not. Uh, we will not post your name on this podcast. Yes, thank you. <laughs> With unknown guests, uh, mystery guest yet to yes. be determined. Yes. Yeah. TBD. <laughs> All right. Well, this this concludes music time. So. No, we're gonna do that one segment. Oh, the, this concludes music time and on to mystery segment. We don't know what Brad's doing. So I don't have this? a name for the segment. So explain this to us. Okay. So Mandy and I were talking the other night. She said she was listening to a like a '90s playlist on Apple Music. And she's like, "You really like some of the songs that were just on the radio." Yeah. Like, and we just <laughs> we were just singing them in the car. Yeah. So she's like. So she started reading the lyrics to one of them, and I was like, and she was like, "This would be a funny thing for the pod." I'm like, all right, we'll try it. <laughs> Songs have that have absolutely no business being on the radio, but we listened to them anyway okay. in the '90s. All right, all right. Uh, so see if you can guess this. I'm just going to read a random uh, verse. Uh, shake it, shake it, shake it. Now shake it. Uh, she can spend every birthday butt naked. Uh, body is soft, oh, making uh, me want to squish her. Uh, more than more just than a game, a rumper like a subwoofer. Shake, uh, shake it to shaker. the left. Yep, rump shaker. <laughs> shake rump, it to yeah. the right. I don't mind sticking it to her every single night. Yeah, every That's single shaker. night. Come on, pass the poom poom. Send it to Papa. <laughs> shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. Shake it. Don't stop her. Let me see you do the booty hop. Yep. Hop. Yep. And now make the booty stop. Now drop and do the booty wop. The way you shake in your reels will appeal. 
is making Brother Ills oh, it's Rex up a whole lot of bills. I was trying to think who's saying it's Rex and effects. But I ain't into tricking, just a treating. Wow. And I ain't into treating every trick that I'm meeting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, some solid stuff right there. All right. I've, 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 I've Hold got on. One. Are we not going to play it? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you have to play it. <laughs> oh my god boy that is yeah boy, what do you bet that's an album that doesn't really hold up <laughs> i'm not sure it held up in 92 to be honest <laughs> so Wait, was that a horse? What the fuck was that? <laughs> oh my god! All right, I got a song. Wait, are we are we doing this again? Can I do it? No, save it for next week, man. I thought we'd one person would do one a week. Okay, yeah, fine. that's what I was. Put a put a pin in that. Buddy. Remind me next week. We won't, probably we'll won't never forget. do it again. We'll have to come back down to do mine. <laughs> yeah, let's do Pickens. Pickens, give us yours. You can you can email it in. All right. <laughs> there must be something we can eat. Maybe find another lover. Should I fly to Los Angeles? Find my asshole, brother. Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow. <laughs> Dave's on sale again. Dude. We kissy kiss in the rear view. We're so bored. You're to blame. <laughs> Gavin Rossdale just threw those magnetic Dude, I, words seriously, against a fridge. Your lyrics were just utter nonsense. Them and was, uh, who was the other? Well, Counting Crows had some shit like yeah. that, too. Mm-hmm. Bush was ripped. Bush's, Bush's, second, was album, every freaking Bush's second album was even worse, man. Was it Razorblade Suitcase yeah. or whatever? Just words. <laughs> <of suit>. <laughs> <laughs> Just the title. It was just those magnetic words you used to buy. Yeah. He just, he just chucked yep. it against the fridge, man. Holy crap. All right. All right. All right. Well, this concludes whatever this is called. All right. I'm glad I got to be part of the inaugural <laughs> effort. Whatever this whatever is. Whatever this is. All right. All right. Now this is the segment where we read our shitty blogs from yesteryear. <laughs> the blogs of yesteryear. Yeah. The blogs of... Yesteryear, Brad. Uh, I still refuse to give mine out. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's asking for it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> this is called Jesus versus Yoda. Discuss. Oh, I can't wait. I'm working my way through the Star Wars movies in parentheses, at least the three good ones. <laughs> Fuck you. And I was thinking, <laughs> who would win in a fight between Jesus and Yoda? At first blush, my gut reaction is Yoda, but Jesus offers some interesting angles no, as well. He I don't really have an answer. They're both incredible in their own special ways, but I don't know. Here are my thoughts in a pro-con format. Jesus, pros. He's the son of God that has to give you some sort of advantage. After his resurrection, he can walk through walls, thus giving him the ability to escape if needed. He's much taller than Yoda. Is he going to do just walk on water you away from Yoda? You apparently can't kill him or at least keep him dead. Cons, he's a pacifist that has to hurt you in a fight. He has no lightsaber unless he can conjure one out of thin air. Yoda, pros, he's Yoda. He has wicked lightsaber skills. He has the force. One could argue that Jesus had wow. this as well. He's a Jedi, Jesus so if you strike him worse... <laughs> He's a Jedi, so if you strike him down, he only becomes stronger. Cons, he's pretty small. So who wins? Jesus, Yoda. Does the battle rage on for millennia until they both call a truce? I think we all win in this one. (laughs) 
Jesus the Jedi. Oh, you commented. Both of you commented. What do we say? Uh, okay, so... Are you coming to my eighth birthday party? <laughs> I think is what you were saying. <laughs> uh, Matt, first off, Todd, bite me. That was from a, some, another friend that commented. Uh, secondly, I'm going to have to go with the Son of God on this one. Third, you are most certainly going to hell for this post. See you there. <laughs> what I say? Oh, if only they knew. Yeah. Uh, the Basinger boy said, uh, false, false, false. As the I didn't even give a goddamn opinion, and he still said it was false. That's all fake. Uh, as the biggest Star Wars geek that reads your blog, here we go. Yoda doesn't oh, die God. either; his spirit lives on. And as we saw in Episode Two, Yoda's height matters not. Count Dooku is like six feet tall, and Yoda spanked him pretty well. And believe it or not, Yoda is a pacifist. Which brings me to my next point. Sure, one might be stronger than the other, but it wouldn't matter because they are both on the same side. They would become partners. Starsky and Hutch, Batman and Robin, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Jesus is Shirley. Call it. All right, that's it. So who wins? It's definitely Yoda. We all fucking lose. This is a dumb segment. What are you doing? Let's hear your dumb. <laughs> this is a dumb fucking segment. Dude, they're all dumb segments. Have you not this figured that a, out yet? This is a really <clears throat> dumb segment. All right, we're skipping Matt. All right, all Matt's right, getting uh, skipped. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All this mine is, are like fucking. I know. Novel, are, I know. Novel I find, like, this, this is from show. October fifth. Because everyone wanted to know what we thought about. Yeah. Things. It's called Carson Daly Lament. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Carson Daly? I know he has his own late, 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 late show. But remember when he used to be a big deal back in the day? <laughs> I used to watch TRL. After Carson left, I quit because Carson made that show. I remember some classic interviews. What about Jesse Camp? Yeah, Jesse Camp. You remember that guy? No. You guys are really broadening your audience with some, this. Uh, <laughs> we have no Classic interviews with, with uh, Mariah Carey in a completely disinterested Liam Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who, who is Carson Dangley? He hosted the t- show TRL on MTV. I don't know. It was like a <laughs> total request live. It was like uh, Pickens was too busy reading Sart. Was I alive then? <laughs> to, yeah, to watch was. fucking MTV. I can even remember the first TRL. <laughs> Take it easy, Voltaire. It was just a fun show to watch. I can even remember. Wait, did you say were you alive then? You're only one year younger than I. <laughs> what do you call this living? I can. <laughs> I can even remember the first TRL after 9/11. Well, I don't want to blame it all on 9/11. We're we're uh, Carson called it 911 the entire show. Uh, I used to think Carson was the next Dick Clark, not so much. <laughs> You don't watch TV at 1.35 in the morning. You have no idea where he went. <laughs> Is that a dead-end job? <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> or will he eventually get Conan's spot? <laughs> when Conan takes Lena's spot. This is what I fucking love about Michael. <laughs> he went all in on Carson Daly. Word on the street <laughs> is that Jimmy Fallon is the odds-on favorite to replace Conan. Yeah, that worked out. And Jay Leno as well. Um, <laughs> why is Carson in late night anyway? 
He can't do a monologue to save his life. <laughs> I always envisioned him as the next Dick Clark, but I'm pretty sure that's Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that was correct. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Nonetheless, I lament you, Carson Daly. I lament you. That's the first one I cried to. <laughs> oh god Wait when you were writing it? No when I was reading it I'm sorry Carson Carson I'm so sorry Where have all the Carsons gone? <laughs> Alright what, what shitty segment are we doing next? Are we not going to do what the fuck is going on? Do, oh, are we, do we need do we to? Have no, anything? I don't no, think so I Not really Is there anything you're particularly angry about right now? <laughs> yes Existence But I This is not the format okay. <laughs> Well I can, I can create a format I can lay the groundwork for you to rant oh my god all right let's do uh newsfeed ready yep oh shit no not really oh my god <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> listen we haven't done this for a while oh it's been a week <laughs> southwest passenger arrested for masturbating four times during flight they, they, four, four? they made an article about that four a man on a how long was the flight uh, Seattle to Phoenix. That's not a super long a couple flight hours. to be yanking it four times. I mean, do you think you could do it four hours? There's no way. Four times in four hours? You could. No, in two hours. Two four. or three hours. It's probably a longer flight than you realize. What's the most That's times? a pretty good deal, though. How many like, times do you think you could... You could... <laughs> I don't, I don't in know, In four man. hours. What? Good in four Lord. hours. Sometimes <laughs> could you jerk it off, man? Come... <laughs> I thought we were talking about like Bible colleges and well, stuff. We, like, we are. You, we could, I have, Every I, one of us. Was I have semen, <laughs> semen-based Bible college questions too. Like, <laughs> uh, semen-based. <laughs> I'm single-handedly, I'm single-handedly <laughs> to blame for like ninety percent of the viruses on your computer at school, buddy. <laughs> you had the fast. You had the fastest wait, computer of anybody. Wait, you were both jerking off on. No, I don't think I ever did that. No, huh? no. you fucking liar. No, Cheers. not on his computer. Wait, <laughs> were you under his Hold computer? On. I have a couple of follow-ups. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, um, what was it? Semen-based what? <laughs> questions uh, anyway man on southwest airlines flight faces federal charges after allegedly masturbating at least four at least at four least. times i'm flight. guessing he's not going to the bathroom his to do name this. was no. machine gun kelly <laughs> that was my next question yeah antonio like, I, didn't, I didn't want to have a question but right. I, I had one and that was yeah, it that was it antonio sherrod mcgarity uh, is accused of masturbating four times in the seat next to a female passenger dude oh, don't man. do this the woman took photos no, when well, McGarry no, fell. No, I mean no, for evidence. For when oh, McGarry, oh. no, <laughs> for, for evidence. <laughs> for evidence, yes. not for later. This is going up on porn. When McGarry fell asleep, like, I'm assuming from exhaustion, uh, she told the flight crew what happened. They moved her. <laughs> said a drool, like spittle on the side of. They moved mouth. her to another seat on the flight. That's Woman. another game for the podcast. <laughs> oh no, saliva or semen? Which one? No. What? What? No, you know what? Nope. <laughs> Just don't. The woman turned the photos over to the Phoenix police. Um, FBI interviewed him, and he says he didn't think the female passenger was uncomfortable with him masturbating. Yeah, I think and he, he thought he was, was kind of kinky. 
Wow. Yeah. He's facing charges of uh, Dude. lewd, <laughs> indecent, or obscene. Yeah. There's somebody Fuck posted this at the pub. This doesn't have that detail, but somebody posted Go the pub. To jail. That she's pretty sure she knew his masturbating because he had a white substance that he licked off his fingers. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. And there I'm it is. I'm all grown up now. Yeah. And there it is. You know, each Can I get one of those icing, crosses? Man. Can I get one of those necklaces with a T on it? <laughs> you mean a cross? It's a cross. A cross from what? <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a Mr. T fan club thing. And then uh, teen loses nipples after spraying two cans of Axe body spray on them after dare. Well, that'll, I guess that'll do it. Teens definitely have a habit of doing things without realizing the consequences. Uh, 19-year-old at the University of Liverpool off? who recently revealed how a high school dare led him to losing both his nipples. As a 15-year-old student, this guy was dared to spray two bottles of Lynx body spray. Uh, it's England's name for Axe. On both of his nipples. Well, he did, and the spray froze his nipples. After both cans were emptied, one of his buddies thought it would be a oh, good yeah. idea to flick his nipples, and they shot right oh, off. Oh, no. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll happen. No. <laughs> See, we got caught doing the repeater. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it stinks like sex in here. <laughs> <laughs> he shared a recent picture of the state of his nipples with a mirror, and it oh. looks like your average nipple, except it's completely flat. Oh. So basically, he just they froze off like he... Because all that, mm, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's really something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what else you got? Not done. That's it. Oh, that's it? Yep. Shot my wad. Okay. Well, a uh, man in Germany gets 90 COVID 19 shots to sell forged <laughs> passes. To what? To sell forged oh, passes. 90. Jesus. How did he not fucking die? A 60 year old man. This dude's apparently made of stone. <laughs> Allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID-19 dozens of times in Germany in order to sell forged vax cards with real vaccine batch numbers to people not wanting to get vaccinated themselves. The man from East, the eastern German city of Madgeburg, lovely this time of year, uh, whose name was not released in line with German privacy rules, is said to have received up to 90 shots at, against COVID-19 at vaccination centers in the eastern state of Saxony for months until criminal police caught him this month. Uh, He's a COVID junkie, man. The suspect was not detained, but is under investigation for unauthorized issuance of vaccination cards and document forgery. He was caught at a vaccination center in Eilenburg in Saxony when he showed up for a COVID-19 shot for the second day in a row. <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, police... <laughs> Police confiscated several blank vaccination cards from initiated criminal proceedings. Wouldn't it be easier to just fill out the blank vaccination cards and <laughs> skip the shot? One would think. But he wanted to have one of them to have real numbers so well, they were track track well, or whatever. Just use the um, fucking same number every time. No, I don't. You can't do that, Michael. They, each shot has its own number. Wait, they're tracking? I know, but all you need is well, one I mean, they set can, of numbers based on your the yeah, number who the fuck's on your tracking them. I'm I'm saying, my, I don't think well, mine. The anyway. deep state. Yeah. Uh, it was not immediately clear what impact the approximately 90 shots uh, had on him. Uh, well, German him. I mean, police have conducted many raids in connection with forgery of vaccination passports in recent months. So, yeah. Let's uh, go get a fucking shot, you pussies. God damn. Well, I don't... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know that it has anything to do with toughness as much as just complete ignorance. What, was that what just happened? What was that? It's like a sad. <laughs> Michael, Michael, what do you have? Uh, yeah, that's all you guys. Oh, got? sure. You yeah. have one, Pickens? 
yes, it's a story about how I could be home with my wife. <laughs> now. It's on your news feed? Yes. But instead, I'm here. Yeah, you made a point. Doing this. You got dinner. I did. No, it was good. We you wind and dine you. Chorizo tacos. Uh, yes. You wind and dine me. <laughs> the rest of it comes later. Pickens, where do you land on the Loch Ness Monster? How do you feel about that? I have a hard time explaining mythical creatures to my children. <laughs> what, um, what about God? Same, actually. <laughs> it's really the same problem applies. Okay. Um, like you have to explain like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, something like that, yeah. that, that some people think it's real, but it's not. And then they want to know more about it. And so then you show them the picture, you know, of the Loch Ness Monster. And then they want to know if it's, you have one that's like clearer. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. Because their their ability to you know. Did you explain to him that the god is both water, ice, and vapor? <laughs> and then no, it, god I told is, him God was like an egg. You can. You, that, uh, god is the wind. Or that uh, it was like if you had three candles that were tied together and you lit all of them at once, and they turned into one flame. You tell him that God is the wind, and you can't see the wind, but you can see the effects of the wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of Christian education going on in the there, household there, along feel, those lines. I feel the you spirit see, of the Lord here tonight. See, I don't know about you guys. You see two foot <laughs> footprints on the Michael, on beach, stop it. Yes. And then that's where Bigfoot picked me up. It's <laughs> 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 the two footprints and drag marks behind it. <laughs> that's where, that's where suddenly, Bigfoot dragged me. Suddenly there's a kerfuffle and the footprints, <laughs> the footprints get larger and the drag marks get longer. God. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the first Nessie sighting of 2022 was rescinded. So. Uh, take it back. Oh God! That's all I have. That's hey, Facebook user, log in, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> God, the ice, water, the holy vapor. We don't know who you are. Log in. Um, you product update. What was that, dude? I wish I had signed up for Facebook as Facebook user. <laughs> <laughs> uh, First name face, middle name book. Product Last name user. <laughs> product update. You can get Mountain Dew soap. To lather your favorite soda. <laughs> well, thank God for that. Is yeah. it caffeinated? You know, that's a good question. That's made on Etsy. Um, I mean, if it's got Mountain Dew in it, so yeah, yes. yeah, if it's, it's, if it's it. made in Etsy, it's made in China. It so. is made with. Uh, that's, that's not true. No, I ordered I something from Russia. Or this actually, case off Etsy came from fucking China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought something from Ukraine and I needed to reorder it. <laughs> whoops! Whoops! Yeah, well, you're gonna want to wait a little bit on that. Probably. I think so. They having might, shipping issues. Might be or some mail delays there. Yes. Um, they're made out of olive oil, sunflower oil, coconut oil, castor oil, and yes, Mountain Dew. Yeah. So. Can you eat it? It's fucking I, soap, man. Yeah, you can always I, eat I, soap. I, that I mean, if you eat the castor oil, you're. Gonna I don't know what that, what you expected to say me to say there. That doesn't answer my question. I know it's soap. Can you eat the soap? That's what I'm asking. You can always eat soap. You can always, you can eat whatever. Dude ate a plain man. Have you ever eaten? Have you ever eaten soap? No, no I don't think I've ever eaten. No, soap I've either. tasted soap. I mean, like, oh, like, did you get like, your mouth washed yeah. out with soap when you were a kid? I mean, I mom and dad never resorted yeah. to that. Yeah, they just beat our asses with a paddle. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah a, paddle? Ping pong, a ping pong paddle. Oh my god! No, pink. No, it was one. No, of the, it was one of the. They took the rubber ball off of one of those. 
Oh, what are those called? Like, it was a hard green plastic paddle ball. Yeah. Boy, when they went to the when they went to the fridge, the top of the fridge, boy, we scattered. And now I'm 42 and there and in therapy. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> so this Thanks, is parents. Yeah. This is from Newsweek.com. Cops <clears throat> at a forensic schools are learning witchcraft in order to find dead bodies. Okay, that seems a good use of taxpayer money. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this in like Slovenia or something? No, this is in. Is this before this after is they in give Tennessee? Is this? Oh, is this before after they give a fucking tank to take to? Drug <laughs> Wait, no, rates? this is in Tennessee. Wait, are like being able to marry eleven-year-old girls now? Yeah, part of the ritual. Dude, fuck Tennessee. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, you, there's no age they're, limit. They're all like, oh, Democrats are pedophiles. And they're like, oh, we're just going to like take away the age limits for I'm going to marry my first Fucking cousin. What? Look, what are they doing? What the fuck are they doing? I think this is the what the fuck is going on. What yeah. are you trying to accomplish with that? <laughs> I think we just... <laughs> Jesus we, we, found, we found our way there. We, we <laughs> changed segments. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to accomplish with that law? God damn, man. Yep. Did you see? You can marry a did, fucking 10-year-old. No. Did, did you see? What is this, India? Did Jesus you Christ. See Madison Cawthorn's uh, political campaign ad. He's running against a Democrat like for re-election. And he calls Nancy Pelosi a simp twice. Yeah. <laughs> he uses the word simp like four times. And he's like, it's what because the his, fuck is happening? It's because he's barely not a fucking teenager. I was just like, what is going what? on? Okay, brain, I, don't know, I don't know what a simp is. What his is brain it? hasn't finished developing yet. Like, it, essentially, it means like idiot, like whatever. Okay. Like, it, I was like, what are Simpleton. we doing? Yeah. Okay. A simp. <laughs> He'll win in a fucking landslide. Of course he will. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. What? I, I, never mind. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say what I told you the other day. Wait, what'd you tell about me him? Really? I don't remember. <laughs> about who? Madison Cawthorn. Oh, I never heard. Oh, of Sarah Palin's running for Congress. Excited about that. <laughs> you know what? She's probably. You look back on her crazy. She's the least fucking insane one in the party now. <laughs> you look back on her crazy. And it's almost like adorable at this point. So, so just to explain how fucking Republican our area is. So you know how you get those Joe Biden stickers around the gas pump now? I did oh, this. Oh, yeah, of course. So literally, there are two Republicans running against each other in the primary, and one of the the person who wants to take the other person's job uh, has a picture of that Republican person uh, pointing at the gas station saying, I did this. So Republicans are literally <laughs> saying it about fucking other Republicans. It's just, there's no, there's just insanity. Man. It is just it's fucking insanity. Yeah. I saw a house. It wasn't in Martinsville today. I saw a house in Franklin had a shitload of flags out front. So we've got uh, a let's go Brandon flag next to a, a don't tread on me flag next to an American flag next to a Confederate flag next to a, Ukrainian flag. What? I was like, what the fuck is going on? What is happening? This is just they gotta nuts. catch them all. That's how this country is gonna come together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's like it's like Pokemon for morons. Flag yeah. across <laughs> America. God. All right, Michael, what else you got? Uh man's penis turned black after he injected it with cocaine. And <laughs> also is releasing a foul smelling discharge. Well, I suppose it would. 
mean, that'll happen. Dead. That will happen. It's dead and black. Who I wants mean, a mustache ride? <laughs> yeah. I can't tell. Would you hop up on Uncle Rabbit's lap? That's not such a good idea, Thorny. I I would tell you more, but the independent.co.uk is a pay site. Says I have to register for free to continue reading. So I think you really got the story in the The foul smelling discharge. The guy's dick died. I mean, yeah. You can't put cocaine in your dick, I'm pretty sure. Where do you put it? Well, I mean, pretty sure not your dick. I think the jury's still out on that. (laughs) Wait, is cocaine even injectable? I think you can inject Anything's about injectable anything. if you try hard. You see the, you see the news star story like a few months back, or maybe it was a year ago or something. <laughs> the guy that time is a construct. Um, uh, that could have been last week. Uh, the guy that injected shrooms into his bloodstream and he started oh. growing mushrooms in his <sighs> veins. Yes, I saw what? that. Yeah. We'd be high all the time. I mean, like, what are you thinking with that? It worked. That's one way to die. God. Yeah, Brad's like, oh, I'm gonna try it later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you fucking burn out. God damn. <laughs> Love you, Bubby. Uh-huh. And then this is be my last one. It's it's a it's a nice one. Uh, it's uh, West Side Elementary School is offering uh, all the inspiration you'll need. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so two art teachers set up a free telephone hotline for people can call and I get see this. unscripted motivational messages from kids. Oh, nice. Yeah. So That's I, a great I, idea. I literally called today and uh, listened to all the different options because there's like, if you're angry and, you know, if you huh. need inspiration, yeah, if you want to hear giggles from from uh, kindergartens, kindergartners. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. So, huh. yeah. That's a neat little idea. Yeah. The phone number is 707-873-7862. That's for Jenny. So, yeah. no. No. <laughs> yep. It was it was cool. So, yeah, that's, that's the it. number. How do you feel about that over there fade to black? I'm not like what? <laughs> the laughter the laughter of children uh, dies on my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the episode. <laughs> The laughter of children dies on my ears. (laughs) 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 All right. Can we get get like a flashlight on him or something? (laughs) (laughs) You're the guys that can't spring for an extra wing light. (laughs) Well, we could. We just forgot. (laughs) Like I come on this podcast. I don't think that's actually working, Michael. Oh, well, oh we God! What are we doing? We're gonna do go further up, further in. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Is this the good part of the podcast? I allegedly. <laughs> a, you have a lot of faith that there is one. <laughs> so, benefactor of the podcast, Samuel Staggs. Uh, he. Well, past benefactor. He, well, he did it well, once. He did it did. once for this episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. We will take your money. Um, teaching him a stern but fair lesson. <laughs> uh, so, so he uh, got supported for one month and bounced. no, it was for three months. <laughs> you, you got you got to do it for three months for it to go into effect. Um, uh, so he was on the level to basically create an episode for us um, and gave us several options and. He wanted us to talk about. Oh my God, Matt! Are you okay? Gee, so you new here? Anyway, went, went down the wrong pipe. Yeah, yeah, right there, Jim Brewer. 
so anyway, so he wanted us to talk about um, Bible college. So who better to bring in than Brad Pickens, Bible yes. college extraordinaire. Yes. You've been to numerous uh, <laughs> I have. Christian colleges. Four. I've taught it too. Dr. Bradley Jefferson Pickens, the third. Yes. Are you the third? No. <laughs> no, there's only one of him. Thank God. <laughs> said everyone. Man, All right. What do you got, Mike? What do you got, buddy? Um, so he sent us some questions um, just to get the, the ball rolling. Um, what made you, and this is for, for you guys. So so uh, I did not go to Bible college. I did not go to college, period. So I uh, don't like to waste money. Um, do you... Do you <laughs> You guys went to Bible college. I have no rebuttal to that. (laughs) Like, I just can't even. Um, So you guys, all three of you went to Bible college. You get met in Bible college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to say what Bible college, or are we not saying that? Oh, I don't care. Johnson University. Yeah. Okay. It's Johnson University now. Yeah. It was was Johnson Johnson Bible Bible College, the oldest four-year continuing Bible college in the nation until it (laughs) rebranded itself as Johnson University (laughs) in an effort to get more cash. (laughs) And it worked. AKA Johnson Bridal College. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Never heard that one before. Uh, yep. Did you come up with that yourself? Yeah. I knew many people that went there. And guess what? <laughs> they all got fucking married there. <laughs> um, so, what made you choose Bible college over secular colleges? And then he says, uh, for me, it was the fear of being corrupted by the world, i.e., alcohol and sex. <laughs> so, why, why Bible college versus. Secular or normal college. I mean, I, I, quote unquote, felt the call of God. I mean, we all did, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I did or not. Yeah. Yeah. Did you fake it that you did? I don't know. I don't think I would say it was fake. You didn't go forward at CIY and commit your life I to did, vocational ministry but that like doesn't I doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, they keep a list, I think, in the <laughs> I'm sure they do. CIY headquarters. I, I'm I'm realizing at 42 that I think a lot of the reason I went to Bible college and especially to Johnson was because I wanted to make mom happy. Like, and I was a good minister. It wasn't like I phoned it in. I mean, yeah. I was, I, I was good at it. I, I Your mom wanted you to become a minister. I mean, I not, not really. I mean, here's the thing. You were in Bible college. Mm-hmm. I knew her. I knew how happy she would be if we were both there both being ministers, but like, and so it's interesting because I, I went to, I, I went to Johnson for, I've talked about telecommunications originally. Um, There's a degree for that. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. There I mean, that's one of the original, like, not originals, but it's been around for a long time. Anyway. Um, I kind of feel like maybe I felt a call to youth ministry midway through my freshman year. Like whatever that means, it meant something at the time. Like it really felt like I was. That's what I was yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, but I think there was an element for me of not going to secular college. Whatever. I think it was. I think I. I would have gone nuts. Yeah. Like I mean, I think like I you would have gone low, oh, like completely trash completely. Um, I think for me there was an you mean element you could have gotten this all out of your system earlier. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> What's the fun of that? I can actually yeah. handle it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can't afford it. Uh, well, sort of. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? 
I mean, it, it, for me, it was right before my senior year in high school. I went to CIY, and I remember I, that. Was that in Missouri? Mm-hmm. I heard the voice of God. I mean, it, at the time, that's how I understood I, it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was clear as day. The feeling was clear as day. This is what I got to go yeah. do. I, I did have I mean, that moment, too. Like, the, the vocation. I, I did dedicate my life to ministry, and that really worked out. Um through at CIY. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was not that a, was a big yeah. thing, especially as you got up in like your junior, yeah. senior years. Like that was a, that was a big thing to do. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, it, it was actually, it was really a struggle for me all the way through. Um, and when it came down to, for me, I was, it was a choice between following what I thought God wanted me to do or not doing that. Um, and I had other secular things that I thought I liked. Yeah. Um, but then when push came to shove, I felt like, I was being called to think about what church would look like um, after kind of the institutional church died. And after, I mean, like in high school, I was thinking about, uh, like, it's not that made sense then either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, what I wanted to do was to create a place, uh, to create a setting where, like, Christianity could actually be real uh, for people <laughs> like us, you yeah. know? Um, which we did briefly. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that was all good memories. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the one, <laughs> the one retreat. No, that was the best retreat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do we feel about, I mean, we've all used the word call. And I think, I think we all have a similar idea of what that means, but what does that mean to you? Like the idea of a call, do you still believe in it, any of it's, that? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like, I don't, if you, if you ask me if I believed it outside of the context of this, I would say no, fuck no. <clears throat> but in the moment, like it did feel right. fucking real. It did feel real. And that's why like, like worship, like, like I still am somewhat drawn to the idea of worship music. It's fuck. It, it's means fucking nothing. I, intellectually, I can say nothing, but I had those experiences that felt genuine in the moment. Um, so it's hard to be like, it's all bullshit. And I think it, in some ways it probably was real. I mean, there's science behind people being in the same room singing the same thing. It's it's not yeah. just in church. It's in like concerts and in uniformity. Like yeah. there's literal energy exchange happening where I. So I think in in way it was real. Yeah. Like the experiences at CIY were real. Yeah. In the way that anything can be real. I, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Like I've kind of, I think for a long time I was kind of, oh, none of that's real. I kind of went the complete opposite. Like, and maybe it wasn't, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying at the time it was real. Yeah. yeah. It felt real. Yeah. I don't like the word call though very much. Yeah. It's, I, I think that's what um, I mean. It's a little, yeah. Like you look at the propelled. Bible, there's like, um, there's like 13 people. And then like a handful of other prophets and, you know, I mean, there's not a, like a huge number of people in the Bible even that are called. And yeah. a lot of people select themselves or are selected by other folks or they cast lots for them or something like that. And so the idea that like you have these Bible colleges that have thousands and thousands of kids a year running through them and that all of them have been called. <laughs> right. Thing yeah, that's true. Is a little and silly. we all knew people who were like, yeah, yeah. no, you're not. I mean, but, I could think of one uh, guy right now that was like, what? I'm not going to say his name, but like, what? I'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. But I'm sure. I, I, it's, it's, a one, it's a one word name. I know what it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> You let me like guess they're still in ministry. I don't I I'm sure they never were. Yeah. Like there's no way. Like you just looked at somebody who was like, there's no way that person ever serves in any sort of ministry capacity. There's no way. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't know. But yeah, the word call is itchy. What's a better me. word? I like faithfulness. 
I mean, are you being faithful to to your understanding of who God is and and where God has placed you in the in the world? Or I don't even know that there's that much placing going on, just to where you are in the world. And can you speak into that setting, right? So is if you wouldn't have followed that, would you have you would say that would be unfaithful? Look, I mean, you can be faithful to do anything. And that's the thing. I don't, because I don't think when we're talking about it's like actually. Everyone has to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You have to be faithful to be a teacher or a truck driver or whatever. I mean, if you're going to follow like a particular religious ideal, like you're faithful to that ideal in whatever setting you're in. Okay. And it just happens that some people saw their setting as being vocational ministry or something. That's a really good way Um, to put that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> I am why, a, do- I am why, a doctor after all. It's why you're a man of the cloth now. <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask you, though, because since you've been on the last time, you're a, a an ordained, consecrated Episcopal priest. Right. Like, you've been through the ordination ceremony and everything. Um, how do you view... And this has been, a, I mean, a very well-documented and really long journey for you mm-hmm. of becoming an Episcopal priest, like years and years and years. Like, what? How do? You, what do you attribute... I mean, is it intuition that drew you to that? Is it just, I mean, how do you, how do you view that in the light of what we're talking about with like a call? Because mm-hmm. I'm suing in your ordination rights, there was something about being called to the priesthood, right? Right, right. right. Yeah, so you have to talk about that a lot, right? I mean, Yeah, you have sure, to, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, how do you, you process to, that now? You have to get other people to, to kind of experience that with you. Right. And to say, yeah, we see this too. Um, the way I really see it, because I was ordained 20... Three years ago, right. um, and in the in the Christian Church, and so to be ordained in another denomination then is for me is to deepen and to and to kind of what's this called further up and further in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's it really is. It's mm-hmm. a deepening. It's going further into that journey and 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 further along that path, uh, and doing it in a different way with a different group of people that I would say are more uh, have the capacity to be more faithful to the elements of the gospel that are important to me in terms of loving other people, having seeing the dignity and respect that every human being deserves. Um, and that, at the end of the day, that was really that was really what kind of drew me out of one denomination and into another was I was in a denomination where Not they didn't treat people. With dignity, and actually, I wrote a PhD. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah. Um, explaining in, <laughs> yes. in detail that they were a denomination, but I mean, they didn't treat people with dignity and respect. They didn't love everybody. They didn't offer the same path to salvation for everybody because they judged some people to be unworthy of salvation at the at the beginning. And so, to say that I was called from that crappy situation into another situation where those things I didn't have to argue for the people I was mm, ministering to. Right. I didn't have to justify sure. the fact that I was, right. you know... Yeah, I, I didn't try to convert the LGBTQ people that came out to the farmhouse or something like that. Right, you know? yeah, right. Um, I mean, God loved them as they were, and so it was just a pleasure and a delight to to be able to walk with them, you know? Right. Um, I mean, so that's a... I don't know if that's a call. How do you... You know, but it's... Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the thing. But it's that's so, the story. Yeah, there's so much baggage because what we knew of a call... And like well, you said, you look in the Bible and there's very few people that are actually called. And then there's tens of thousands of Bible college students right now that are, quote, called to ministry is a little, it's a little right. suspect. Well, I mean, for, for me, <clears throat> the language kind of fails because when you, for me, it was, there was a very mystical element to it. I wouldn't have called it that mm-hmm. at the time, but there was a very mystical element to it. Like, 
this isn't something I've ever felt before or experienced before. Like this is a whole new, whether it's the worship music, whether it's some divine being, whatever it is, I've never felt this way before and had this, this, this distinctive impression of this is the direction you need to go. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that thinking and then like <clears throat> the idea of just being present in the moment? I don't think there is one. And I think that's why I am like, I'm okay with like the idea that we, that those experiences were real because I feel like it came from a place of, of where you genuinely like felt called or propelled or a desire to be faithful. You know, there, there, it came from a spirit within you that, that felt sincere. It didn't feel like, yeah, I'm going to become a youth pastor right. so I can bang chicks and get rich. <laughs> right. you know? right. I mean, some let's, of them, I would say some, I mean, some do. Some of them. <laughs> but. Well, and that's actually, that is one of the things I think about a lot. With and that was chicks an, and getting rich? No. <laughs> um, but that was, a, that was actually another reason that I, that I'd moved denominations was because within the, the old, you know, regime, the old order, um, people were doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like we all know people yes. that yeah. were having affairs yeah. with kids in their youth group and stuff like that. And there was no mechanism to do anything about right. that. Like yeah. they'd pick up and go to the next church down the road or yep. you yeah. know, whatever. It'd take a they'd, little bit of time. They'd and repent pray. and be, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was done. And so, I mean, to be in a place then where those actually have consequences if you do that kind yeah, of like stuff. Yeah, like you lose your ordination. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And it kind of puts the lie to that... Uh, that emphasis on this, the importance of the sexual ethic is <laughs> <laughs> like, like you don't like LGBTQ people, but like, you know, say a significant portion of your youth ministers are fooling around with their <laughs> students. Right. Then I'm not that interested in your views on human sexuality right. anymore because right. you've essentially eliminated yourself from having a reasonable opinion. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Right, next question. What were your first impressions of your, your, your days on campus? Uh, he says, I was surprised by how many non-Christians uh, some of his new uh, classmates were. Uh, they were talking about sex, masturbation, and cussing. I tell you what, there's a lot of fine-looking pussy around this place. Oh, right? boy. Well, wow. <laughs> Good Lord. Boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, same, but goddamn, dude. You don't have to say it. I don't, man, I don't know that I... <laughs> I mean, I think for me, I, I, was, mean, I, I, I was excited. <laughs> I mean, I think... It was a sense of newness. I mean, well, I, I mean, it was the first time away from home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're I mean, on your I, own. You can go to Walmart. You can go to Taco Bell at eleven thirty. I mean, I will say no, though, like because we had a curfew. Yeah, on well, weekends. I'm very excited. No, we, we well, we definitely did on weekends. Yeah. It was weekends. just a little bit later. Yeah, one o'clock <laughs> on the weekends, yeah. eleven on the weeknights. I remember that time that you and I went drove to fucking Lexington. Or somewhere. Oh, no, we went to that concert. Yeah. We went to that uh, Dave and Tim concert. We were supposed to be back at 11. It was only like we don't get back at like 3 in the morning. Well, you and I, you and I went out and got well, we an album, out, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we went out and got an album. We got Well, we get grounded for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. We had to come in at 9 o'clock one night. And, and we, set, we, set, we sat and watched Paris, Texas. That's right, dude. Yep. And we got in uh, less trouble then because he found out we didn't even leave until curfew, which I would think, <laughs> yeah. like, that would demonstrate, like, a, a stronger Yeah, it was a midnight release, man. We went to Disc Exchange at 1130. I mean. <laughs> oh, I missed that place. That's yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember other than, I'm sure, I was just excited. It was, it, I mean, there was a very VBS-y feel, or, or church camp feel. To everything, you're surrounded was, by like-minded people. I mean, and it's interesting. Well, I and it's, it's, I wouldn't say that. 
Like, well, well I mean, that's probably honestly, true. ostensibly. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like that, the first day I remember, I met Beth. Yeah. And I went out with with her and Jessica Huey and um, a couple other people. Mm-hmm. And then we came back, and you were hanging out on the porch. And so I met you. And I and at that point, I'd met most of the people that were worth knowing at Bible college. <laughs> And I dropped out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I was never hanging out like with everybody and doing that stuff down on no. the EAC or whatever no. at our place. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't. We spent a lot of time in the old city. Yeah. Like the coffee shops. Yeah. And, yeah. Like it was just, it was the mid 90s. It was That's getting, what you did. I mean, for us, it was getting off campus and yeah, it was. getting That's, away from, yeah, it was. from people. And I That's, didn't want to have any, I didn't want to be on campus. No. That's a good, that's a really good point. Like, Every weekend we'd go roam around Knoxville or whatever, like. But there was a strong contention of people that were getting together and doing, I guess, whatever Bible college stuff it is that people do. <laughs> Butt stuff, most. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was implying. So. <laughs> just thinking more. No, of you mean like on weekends they just do like I mean they hang out on. Yeah, they go play board campus games or that, something. Yeah. Or do, I don't even know what they did because I didn't yeah. want to. I mean, we went it. and hung out at coffee shops. And yeah. like, it was like you said, it was the mid-90s. It's That's kind of just did, what man. you did. Yeah. There yeah. were some really good ones down in the old yeah. city, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I look back on it fondly. I don't uh, think there was any reason. We never met. I mean, I, mean, I don't right. think there was any reason to look back on it and just go, fuck me. Like, I, I was excited. I, I have, you know. I have good memories. I met my it's, wife. I met my best friend. I mean, it was like, just good. Yeah. For, it was good. I mean, it was good memories. I mean, I had a lot of good memories. I mean, I've literally known Pickens as long as I've known my yeah. wife. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And he's not my wife longer. He's nothing even in me common. Really. I mean, a few I have, hours. Like a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> I have about two friends left that I went to college with that mm-hmm. I have anything in common with anymore. Yeah. And one of them's your brother. No, <laughs> I mean, like in my age group. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's most of them are still playing the game. Yeah. Like in the same way. Yeah. yeah, like they're kind of the That's, same people they were, and it's like Jesus, man. Like Dockery, uh, he was our good professor. Yeah, um, he was. Right. The next All right, this question. is the next question. So, yeah. what classes or professors had Doc. a big impact in you? Fucking Doc. Yeah, uh, on your spirit and your current spiritual development. Here's, um, yeah. here's something that he told me once, and he died of cancer last year. By yeah. the way, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, he, he said, off the screen while we're talking about him." He said, uh, "Don't uh, don't be don't be the same person uh, twenty five years from now that you are today." Yeah, and he told me that when I was like nineteen, twenty yeah. years old. Yeah, and, and he said, was the only one saying that's that. right. And yeah. I said, "I said, what does that mean, and how do you do it?" And he said, "I don't know." And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like um, that was that's one of the most important things anybody's ever said yeah. to me. Yep. And I kind of feel like I spent the next twenty five years <clears throat> trying to live into that. Because he asked me to do that, mm-hmm. and it, and he it seemed important enough to him to say that then. Yeah, you realize he was about the same age that we are now. Yeah, like yeah, that's crazy. I know, I know, and just miles of wisdom. I mean, yeah. just miles deep. Of he wisdom was, and he wasn't. One, he was just he was an exciting teacher. He was engaged. He was, he was the like, only teacher that had a. PhD in the field in which he was teaching. Yeah. Out of all of yeah. the professors yeah, that's true. that he had. Yeah. Um, Tommy had that. He had a PhD in history. Who's now the president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were other good people there and, he other, used good, to work on the and other good professors. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Just when the union was on strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I in remember, terms of the Bible theology stuff and things like that. Uh, I will also say I had one, Ron Wheeler. Yeah, Ron. Um, he introduced me to. So he introduced me to Lord of the Rings. He introduced me to. C.S. Lewis's fiction. Uh, he introduced me to Charles Williams. Um, 
he was another one. He was a he was another one that I would classify as a thinker, which on a Christian campus, like holy, like that that's not an obvious thing. No, for professors, like no. we had some that just weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really he taught me critical thinking. Like he and Doc, he Doc Reese taught me critical thinking. Like they were just a couple of of the only ones that really he taught you how to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Which I mean, and what? they were doing it within the confines of theology, a certain theology and whatever. But like, there was a there was a wildness to the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like a there Doc, was like a Doc especially Doc especially, but even Ron had like an he had like an edge. Mm-hmm. Did we have homiletics four together? <laughs> Jesus, sorry, this is like well, a, sorry, my uh, my well, dick just shriveled yeah. up forever. When but you no, said that. because no, Doc taught it. And he didn't teach anything about preaching. He taught about um, stuff that nobody else was teaching us at Bible college. Oh, uh, like some of the biblical so, criticism. Yeah, he I was, remember that. Yeah, I did have that. Yeah, he was he was talking about this is what's out there, and this is what you're not being taught here. Talking about Q sources. Yeah, Q source, and, really, uh, not Q and on the four author the four authors <laughs> right. of, of the the Torah. Like, right. Yeah, like that was really important. Yeah, um, and and that was really. Um, violating the uh the, the overall yeah. theology For real. of the group mm-hmm. you know to even bring that kind of stuff up mm-hmm. uh because nobody else was doing that and saying this is what is happening this is what's happened theologically yeah since this stupid denomination was founded 200 years ago and it just decided to stop in time <laughs> right. right yep yeah um that was really important i remember doc saying to me one time i was in my my chevy cavalier red four-door um and I pulled up to the side of the PW building, and he was there. And he, we were talking about something, about wanting to change the church or something. And he said to me, "Be careful p- trying to play. It. Be careful with the politics." Mm-hmm. I mean, something well, that, right. something that affect. And I, it, dude, that stuck with me. And I think about that almost goddamn. God, every the day. politics is why we're not in. That's it. That's why we're not in yeah. anymore because we weren't willing to play that fucking game. I mean, I, I it was basically so a beware many... of rocking the boat sort of you know, sort of speech. But. There's still so many people that I went to school with that are still playing that same game. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know how, and I'm not, I'm not, it's not even a judgmental thing. It's just like, I, I honestly don't know how you can go. It, it's been fucking 20 years. Like it, it never question it like, or never. If God told you to do it. I mean, it goes back to that issue of call. And if you honestly think that God called you to do something, yeah, and he called you to do it, and I'm, and I said he. I don't mean I don't mean he. Yes. I mean, but in, in that, the context, in setting, it's a he, it was sure. a he. Yeah, of course. But and God called you to do that, and if you don't do it, like you're gonna burn. Yeah. I mean, like there was that. Yeah. There was that element of it. Uh, well, and the, it was always, you know, I remember hearing so many times from professors in Bible college, you know, the verse in Paul where he's talking about, you know, if you're essentially if you're a minister, you're almost doubly responsible for people. Mm-hmm. Like there was like this pressure of like, don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. Like you fuck this up, it's it's on it's your ass. Well, or they talk about that, or they talk about like the the turnover rate. How many people go mm-hmm. into ministry? Yeah. and How many people leave? And part of that was just the structure of that denomination was because there was a never ending supply of people that just graduate from Bible yeah. college. Yep, that you could pay ten thousand dollars less a year. Yeah, and, yeah, yep, yep. And we were part of that. We were part of that system. Yeah. And yeah. we were part of that system that stepped off the merry Yeah, there's kind of a, a conveyor belt. Like, looking back, there is almost a conveyor belt. Yeah. I mean, like, of, if you, like, I think if you looked at, at 
ministers, this was my sense of it, and I, I never really did the research on this. I was, but if you looked at the at the ages of it, I think the people that actually made it through, say, to retirement or something. Uh, one of my uh, one of the ministers at, at Sire, the good one, one of the good ones, mm-hmm. um, is just retiring. Forty nine and a half years, man, uh, mm-hmm. in ministry, and um, there aren't that many people no. at the age of seventy no. that are retiring uh-uh. as no. ministers no. Uh, that did forty nine years of that stuff, yeah. um, and they warned us and threatened us about it. Yeah, and so if that's what you're always getting is that warning and that threat and all that stuff, it's really it's a strong incentive to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. that's very I mean, true well let me look at us holy shit i mean i fix coffee equipment and yeah yeah have a f- stupid fucking podcast once a week. i mean it, it, like it, it just never i mean this was never on the radar screen mm-hmm. no everything right. was going to work out no idea you what and i were talking about this were. a little bit when you called last week when we talked last week the idea that like there's a certain age where like there's all these possibilities ahead of you right and, but you get to a certain age like we are now and it's like there's there's no more possibilities at this point really. I mean, the right. the, the possibilities have drastically narrowed. I mean, there may there's still some let's hope. There are you know? <laughs> yeah, but like, kind of what I'm doing now is kind of what I'm gonna end up doing forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what other options are there open to me at this point? Only, you know, OnlyFans. I mean, yeah, who's that? <laughs> Jeez, I McMurray. I McMurray like, have a five point one five inch penis. Sounds like you've got at least one subscriber there, man. Yeah, like, apparently. <laughs> I'd, I'd but I mean, seriously, I mean, like you get to a certain, like you get to a certain age and it's really hard to like picture yourself doing anything other than what you're doing because of the amount of time and effort it would take to even accomplish, even to get your foot in the fucking door. Yeah. I'm going to be 50. You know what I'm saying? If I go back to school, for I'm going to be 50 before I can even start doing something. Who's going to fucking mm-hmm. hire a 50 year old to right. do anything? I know. You know what I'm saying? He's going to hire a 50-year-old marine biologist. I don't know. Right? Exactly. <laughs> is that what you want to do? Is that your fallback? I don't... There's... No. No. <laughs> the fallback is prostitution. All right. Okay. The, 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 Which is the no every, fallback at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the next question is, what was your first major, uh, and what did you actually graduate Bible. With? Yep. Well, I mean, that this, was the... Pro- like, that was the only option. Yep. You <laughs> majored in Bible, and you minored in the specialty. Yep. I mean, I look back at that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's no wonder it's, I have no prospects. It's such a disservice. To it's you. such a disservice because it's. Well, and it made you, sense like 70, 80 years ago when they, when they, 120, when they established right. these things. Um, but it didn't make sense in that environment. And they don't do that so much anymore. I no, mean, you go there now, you yeah. get a real degree. Yeah. They actually have like business degrees yeah. and like. Because they figured it out. They figured it out. But like. I mean, Jesus, I remember leaving when I ministration, when I left ministry and I was applying for like real jobs and it was like, what was your major major? It was like Bible. It's like, it's just fucking embarrassing. Like, it's not mm-hmm. even a skill. Like it, it's, it's worth less than nothing. It's worth, it's worth less than the paper that yeah. the diploma is. I know on. a lot about weird God fanfic. It's weird. I mean, it is just yeah, like, but I mean, I'm saying like, yeah, I mean, it's just so fucked up. Like, you look at it, we all came out with a Bible degree. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck does that even mean? Well, within the context we were in, that's all that mattered. But but yeah. the assumption at the time was, and I think, this is what, well, I think this is what they finally admitted to themselves, is that when we were there, the assumption was that you were going to do this, and you were going to do this forever. So you were just going to work in ministry in some capacity forever. So you, uh, having a Bible degree, fantastic. And I think they finally wised up and went, oh, like 80% of the people that go here are going to be doing something else in five years mm-hmm. yeah 
And so, like, it was like we can't. It, we they have to have other options. Mm-hmm. Like, I think finally somebody. Maybe they did enough have a of good, the I get good teaching program too, right? They had a gr- yeah. at the time that was the only good yeah. program at the yeah. college. Like they, you know, but um, yeah, that's I, a skill you can actually use, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, not get sen- paid a ton. And, and since then, you're the only one that's done anything outside of that. What degrees do you have at this point? <laughs> Plop uh, them down. Well, I've got my BS in uh, Bible in Bible, yeah. which is aptly named. Um, yeah. BS in Bible and youth ministry with a Christian education focus or whatever it was so that I didn't have to take Greek. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I did the same thing. I took yeah. a semester and that was enough. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, but then I got a, so I've got a master's then in, uh, in a seminary that was in Chicago in urban ministry, urban mission. Um, that was actually really comprehensive. Like mm-hmm. it did like anthropology, sociology. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did, and I had to do more Greek and crap like that. But I mean, like it did all this stuff mm-hmm. that you would do that actually gave you real skills. Um, and then I have a PhD in theology from the University of Glasgow, yeah. uh, which is a good degree. Yeah. The, the others, yeah. yeah. The middle one's good. It's there a, were good yeah. people there. Yeah, there um, was. I mean, there was some good stuff that came out. Farmhouse mm-hmm. came out of that. Farmhouse came right out of that. Yeah. I mean, I remember having a conversation in a Borders parking lot with you about that. Yeah. Listening to Farmhouse by Fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it kind of, I mean, it came out of Johnson, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, part of the reason that I kept going for edu- my education was I realized at Johnson that that wasn't what I wanted to do and that it wasn't giving me this, it wasn't answering the questions that yeah. I had. Yeah. It couldn't do it. No. Um, and so I kept, I stayed in school because I didn't want to go into a, a ministry somewhere and have some kid ask me something where I would have to lie to them in order to mm-hmm. keep my job, yeah. um, you know, yeah. uh, or I would have to tell them the truth about something that I didn't have completely understood mm-hmm. because they didn't give us the tools that we needed to yeah. answer those kind of questions. I have this fantasy of like, for some dumb reason, being invited back to preach at chapel. Or something, yeah. and just standing up there and going, like you guys need to know, like look around you, like seventy five percent of you are not going to be doing what you think you're going to be doing in mm-hmm. five to ten years, which I think is probably true more generally now anyway. And it's like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm right. sure, absolutely, yeah. but like that in a Bible college, would nobody at IU or Purdue or anybody's talking about calling. Fucking nobody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So there's not that pressure of like a divine, like not like a divine pressure of like, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And so then you just fit shoehorn everything into that. I, I just have this fantasy of being able to stand up on that stage and go, guys, like you need to be prepared for that. And that's okay. Like some of you are going to go out of here and you're going to do great things, quote for God, whatever like you're going to actually help people mm-hmm. and, uh, but a lot of you are going to get the shit kicked out of you. Yep. It's just going to happen. And I know that's a downer, but it's going to happen and you need to prepare yourself for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't mean that in like a, a bad way, but it's just the truth. You're not getting the truth. That kind of truth from a Christian college. You're just not. No. Uh, what were the biggest campus dramas that you can remember? Uh, here's an example. Uh, we had a Bible professor resign after leading a D group where he was he he has the male members stripped down to their underwear like David did. Uh, also, <laughs> boy, also a number of pregnancies <laughs> and early marriages. 
one of the yeah, one mean, of the administrators was caught in a park. Oh, uh, that's right. Cited this for, was after we uh, left. Yeah, cited for uh, exposing himself to an uh, undercover cop, which he got knocked down to. No, which he claimed was public urination. Um, yeah, and then that didn't really matter. But uh, you know, and so th- that was actually, I think that for me, that was one of the biggest things was you had stuff like that where you had guys that were doing like knucklehead things. And then if they were powerful enough within the structure, then you could sweep it under the rugs. I mean, that guy stayed on. Um, yeah. It, well, but then it, you had it, other kids that, like, they got caught having, like, a beer. Yeah. And they'd yeah. get thrown out. Or, well, every year every year there was a student that didn't come back the next year and you found out they were gay. Even mm-hmm. though you knew they were gay when they were yeah, there. Right. Everybody knew it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it, you look back on that, it's like, like, it's just, it's so stupid. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. and that's um, so I watched the Hillsong song documentary and they talk about the, the university they had in the, the school and how there was a double standard of students had very strict rules. But the, the higher ups within the, the university and organization were had free reign to do some pretty gross and, and, and just criminal well, things. Well, I mean, the one professor that cheated on his wife while she had cancer, like mm-hmm. he was still employed. Mm hmm. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> so there's like a moral uh, guideline for the students, but not necessarily for absolutely. The staff. Well, and um, and I, I will say, I mean, most of the staff there. I mean, I think most. I don't know, at least half. <laughs> like, we're actually really good people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I don't want Very to throw true. everybody under the bus. No. Um, I mean, but one of my, prof- my one of my favorite professors was the guy that was clearly gay. Yeah. Music professor fantastic class mm-hmm. one of my favorite classes like 7 30 in the morning is music appreciation yeah one of my favorite classes i took there i mean that's just another guy that he was a great person but you knew that he wasn't living like his truth you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like he was so obviously gay yeah like everybody knew it but yeah i just i don't know there's just so much of that it but i don't as far i don't remember any like well oh well there was the time that one of some of our friends mailed a box of shit to the admissions director and almost yeah. got expelled Wait, from school. I wouldn't necessarily like to characterize at least some of those people as my friends. <laughs> well, okay, I they were they were my friends. There were people, they were people I knew. Yeah, um, I can't remember who else. Yeah, was I mean they they almost got kicked out of school because they were a, tra- a summer traveling team for camps and stuff. A box of cow shit, cow yeah. shit, and it, like by the time he opened it, it was like maggoty Just, and yeah. like. And that's not okay. No. Well, it's illegal. You can't send shit through the yeah, mail. Yeah, they, I mean, they got right? called back to the campus immediately and almost got booted. Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah. yeah, there was always stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But none of it mattered. No. Yeah. Um, what are the most valuable experiences while there? Um, mission trips, whatever. Not that mission trips are valuable, but, you know, what, what experiences that, that stick out to you now? Mission experiences? No, just any kind of experiences at the Bible college that stand out that were formative. I'll say, I mean, the mission trips were important uh, to be in a place, in places with people that were radically different than you. Yeah. And the, and they lived their faith differently. Yeah. Um, important for you, not necessarily important for them. Yeah. Like, I traveled with the choir. That was a really, really good experience. The guy that ran that was fantastic. And and part of that experience was to be in and out of I mean a couple hundred churches yeah. over yeah. a couple of years, and so you could 
you could walk into a church and you knew right away what kind of church it was <laughs> based on how the people acted, what was going on, right. you know, the literature yeah. they had out and stuff like that. You could read a church really quick after being in and out of those yep. places. That was really good. And then just being with you guys and having other people that had a level of dissatisfaction with the status quo yeah. and yeah. were trying to change it and committed to changing it. And I think for me... And even, just trying to figure out in our own way. I would say, for me, even at the time, I didn't really have language for a lot of it. But like... You just... There was a... There was a... Like this underlying hum of dis-ease mm-hmm. with what was happening, with what we saw happening around Which us. is why I almost immediately began deconstructing when I got out on my own. Like yeah. Om- yeah. within the first year we of my ministry, those, those guidelines. I started asking questions, going, "Wait a second, what the f-? like? You didn't have like logically, this chapel. doesn't make sense." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot of that. Yeah, uh, I, I had I had I had good experiences. I mean, with yeah. people mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I remember <laughs> a really funny experience was uh, uh, I went. To hiking up in the chimneys with a bunch of dudes mm-hmm. one Saturday. Yeah, bro. Uh, Wild at heart. Polish Dave was one of them. It was a guy from Freaking Poland named Dave Carroll who was like crazy. Um, so like there were probably eight to ten of us. <laughs> we went out. So there's like the upper chimney and lower chimney. And the lower chimney is like really hard to get to. And we did it. And you, nobody can get out there. <laughs> we took... We all stripped down naked. This is very Christian college. Very homoerotic. Yeah, well, I mean, looking <laughs> Again, back. Again, very Christian Yeah, very college. Christian college. That's what I meant. And we held uh, pine leaves over our cocks and took a picture. <laughs> pine leaves? Like pine needles? Pine, like, a, like a branch, so like just pine a branches. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, just a small blend, one. It blended right in. It blended right in. But yeah. Uh, so, green. I mean, it was just stuff like that. It was just like... I mean, I remember obviously meeting Mandy, getting engaged. Remember the day we got engaged, like it was yesterday. You know, yeah. I mean, I had a, I took, I took, a, I led a mission trip one year for a week of evangelism, aka spring break, um, to Idaho, uh, to a children's ranch out there, like we're like. They're free range. Oh, so you can yeah, ask what kind of range. Yeah, they they had fences. Or yeah, they did. They're, they're, they're half children. free range, half grass. <laughs> yeah, they had they, they had the shot collars. Um, it was invisible fencing, um, but that was a good trip. I mean, I, I just had yeah. I mean, I, I look back on it mostly fondly. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time I didn't. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, so yeah. I mean, it's I can still look back and go, this is just fucked up. Like, there's a lot of fucked up. Yeah weird shit like, like didn't seem weird at the time but i think I, I think i told you i went to i had to work a few weeks ago at saint mary of the woods college in Terre Haute, oh which God. is a super small catholic i have not been there school. but it, I, just the name of it makes me think of the movie and the village I, and i immediately well i immediately got johnson vibes when i was on campus oh, like it had that mm-hmm. small like mm-hmm. I, I can't even explain it you would if you would have if you would have been there you would have known exactly what i meant like it's just this sort of weird church camp vibe mm-hmm. that you just don't get. I mean, I worked at IU this morning. You just don't get it's the different. same vibe. It's completely different. Yeah. So. All right. Um, how, how did your days prepare you for the real world? Your days there. Uh, what, what did it leave you lacking? Everything. Everything. I mean, I honestly can't think of one thing that actually prepared me for other than it doesn't even prepare you for what it gives you a degree in. 
it it taught us what not to do. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that the best thing you thing. can say. Yeah. And and again, and there were people like Doc and and um, uh, uh, Dave Wheeler. Uh, you know, there were some there were some guys there that gave us something to kind of work with and hold on to. Um, but then the rest of it, yeah. Like, I mean, if you stayed in ministry, say, then then you could translate some of it. Most of it, not so much. Yeah. And I, and I would also say, I mean, theologically, it gave us very little to work with. Um, yeah, I mean, basically nothing, yeah. which is why we all freaked out and deconstructed. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, you're essentially, you're getting a four-year degree in... They want your, I mean, you literally take systematic theology classes. They want it to be completely buttoned up. It, you have to have perfect you theology take a, from Genesis. Restoration from from class, Genesis, I mean. from Genesis to Revelation. Well, you need to have a consistent. And here's the thing: even the people that thought they did, they didn't. There is no mm-hmm. such thing. And that was one of the things, kind of coming out of that, was, and starting to ask ask questions was just this idea of like. Like there is no system. There's nothing that doesn't work in the real world. You can have like a perfect set of ideals until you get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's Which like my actually... every, Everybody's at, what did you say? Everybody thinks they have a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, that's and that's actually pretty common to. I mean, to the seminary and other experiences that I've had. Um, there's an institution behind any of those colleges, anything that's trying to create people to advance the values of that institution. Yeah. Um, and you can do it more responsibly or less, or, you know, there's a, like a degree, right? But everybody who goes into ministry and probably for any job, there's a certain amount of naivete that is inevitable. Um, and so you're like, you're very excited, you know, seminary people. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing in the Episcopal church. I mean, they have, they have to, they struggle with retention, because it's not the same thing that they thought it was when they started out on it, you know, eight yeah. years before they got through it or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, I, that's not that different. I like for me the thing that was really different in it was the fact that they were trying to teach like a kind of theology that couldn't exist anymore. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, the way in which they understood the Bible, the way in which they understood, you know, the person nature of Jesus and stuff like that. I mean, people were trying to wrestle with that in the 1800s, right? And they're figuring out that the answers that they're coming up with don't really work. Um, Then they built a denomination on it. And then they built a denomination around it, you know? I mean, that was part of of how that denomination came to be. One of the questions that I remember, like... (laughs) We had to take that stupid restoration history class or yeah. whatever, like, and I remember that was a very, that was an early crack in the wall for me was that class because like one of the first tenets was of the movement was that because of, by reason, everybody will read the Bible and come to the same conclusions. And it was mm-hmm. like, what you fucking look around you like. I've got even even in this this denominational Bible college, we don't agree on shit. Like we're all reading the Bible differently. So like that doesn't make that doesn't hold water at all. And so the whole denomination was built on that principle. It, yeah. it well, that principle's there to control people. Yes. I mean, and once you do that and say if everybody understands it alike, 
then if you don't understand it alike, then they have a way to like shoehorn you out of the denomination. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really brilliant sort of... Uh, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great <laughs> it Ponzi works. scheme if you're at the <laughs> yeah. top. It fucking works. Yeah, I like, mean... I mean, it's, it got them 200 years down the road, yeah. you know? Uh, it's not it's not a principle I agree with, but it's uh, it's very effective. Yeah. And again, it goes back to that question that we talked about earlier about the people that we knew that are still in and why. Yeah. Well, because there's that there's that element of control. And what the fuck else are they going to do? Yeah. 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 I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me ask you this. So if if you could go back, would you do it again? If the answer is yes. What would you do differently? Knowing what we know now or knowing what we knew then? It's a knowing tough question. Knowing what you know now. No. 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 No, there's no way. I but mean, I couldn't be what I am now without that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I wouldn't, not can't, well, I, I yeah, wouldn't we, be what I am without that. So that's a really weird question to answer because of course not. Like, yeah, there's no, there's not an ounce of me that wants to go back to seminary or anything. Not a chance, but like. Uh, that was part that was Brad then that was part of who I am I can't divorce myself from that yeah and I guess in honest I shouldn't I mean to say no would be to say no I don't want to be sitting here in this room with you guys uh, right you know yeah. uh, no so I don't want to be married to my wife yeah I don't yeah, yeah, I don't I mean, want that um and even and even the stuff that I didn't care for about it was really important to help me figure out yeah. what was going on yes yeah. um so sure, we'd do it twice. I mean, there was some negative. <laughs> yeah, there I, was I, some I, negative formation there. I mean, mm-hmm. you would listen to things. You'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I mean, even then, it would just there were things that were just like, "I don't." That doesn't. That just doesn't seem to work. Like right. in the real world, like as I look out. Well, and but you know, there were also people there. Um, there's someone like Bob, uh, and so this was a kind of systematics professor who didn't teach things systematically, really. I mean, he right. taught like his under... This is what he had meditated and prayed yes. upon. Yeah. And... Um, Let us pray. I, and I wouldn't trade that because like you saw somebody else like working through their faith. In, Go, going back way. to what you said, that was their faithfulness. Yeah. It was. That was their call. That was and, their faithfulness, whatever term you want to use. And I got no problem with him. Yeah. You know, or right. I mean, he was a great human being. Yes. Uh, and there was wife, a, and his wife was even better. Yeah. I mean, uh, Norm, there were a lot of people there like yeah. that who were really, really important. And a lot of people there that, I mean, for me, at least, I don't know about you guys, but like I'd, I was back fairly often mm-hmm. and I'd go and catch up with these people and I'd tell them what I was doing and what I was thinking about. And I'd get attaboys because they couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And, it, and people that you wouldn't think uh, would would do that. Like they, there was kind of a hunger for people to be to move ahead and to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, well, isn't that the, I mean, we've talked about this Isn't that the path of the teacher. The true teacher is one who teaches you to not need them anymore. Yeah. Who teaches you to move on your own forward yep. and not need you and not need what you're like. They're like, okay, here's the level I'm bringing you to. Now it's your goal. It's your call, your faithfulness to go pursue that further on down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of a follow-up questions, but, uh, and you touched on a little bit about uh, what things you were interested in before committing to to doing bible college but uh what what are some of the other schools or other jobs that uh you were deciding on before you chose bible study and would you have chosen those knowing what you know now uh and and he has, has the ca- caveat um 
I know what he will say something like I wouldn't want uh, I wouldn't want to not have my family uh, etc but pretend you could still have what you have now just different educational and cultural experiences I would have been a teacher yeah me too I probably well my other option I mean the thing I was really interested in was baseball art uh, was what I was getting ready to say. Uh, the art of baseball. <laughs> the art of baseball. I've seen your childhood bedroom. Um, Nolan Ryan's all up in there. Yeah. No, I mean, high waisted like, pants. Like any kind of any kind of creative any kind of creative uh, expression, right? Um, and so, yeah. Part of what I tried to do then, especially with the farmhouse, was how mm-hmm. do we how to incorporate all of those Always. things that I really cared about into into that. There, and, and you did. There was an art to the liturgy. Mm-hmm. There was an art to the readings. There was an art to um, the retreat weekends. There was an art to the furniture. There was an mm-hmm. art. There was an art to everything you did. Well, and that, and actually, and they, I, I think when I think about it, like it really wasn't at Bible college that I feel like, oh, if I could have done it different, that's the place that I would have done it different. Like it was the fact that I went to a terrible high school in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. Yeah that nobody could offer um, like options yeah. and nobody could look at a student and recognize, Oh, they're good at that. Yeah. And like what I really was, am good at is kind of engineering stuff. Yeah. And I mean, all that building and all that. Mm-hmm. And if anybody had noticed that mm-hmm. or said, there's a way that you can just do this <laughs> right. and monetize it or something, yeah. you know, that's when that would have been really helpful. Like I was watching a video with the kids the other day and this guy was talking about, it was in my high school physics class that I realized this. My high school physics teacher showed us like these freaking PBS movies about like a make-believe Ben Affleck floating around (laughs) on the ocean chasing whales or something when he was seven. Um, That's what I did in my high school physics class, you know? And it's just, what's the point of that? Like, uh, so that was, that's, I think if I were to say where my life went off track... (laughs) And it didn't. I'm really pleased with where I am. I'm like, God's put me where I need to be, right? But it would go back to right there and be like, nobody said these are the other options. Yeah. Before the Bible college thing even came up. Absolutely. Yeah, I think also another aspect of of me ending up at Bible college and not doing something else, because I think I for a while I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I went and job shadowed one for like an afternoon. I was like, well, fuck this. <laughs> um, nope. Uh, you have to actually work? No, I mean, it was just the most boring-ass, like, yeah. it was terrible. Fucking terrible. Um, I mean, I kind of, there was, I, I, I probably would have been a teacher. I actually, <laughs> like, they're so desperate for teachers right now in Indiana. Like, yeah. I don't have a teaching degree, and I could get a teaching, mm-hmm. right? Like, a they would help me get my certificate, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I would work toward a degree. They would pay for me to work toward my degree in teaching while I'm teaching. Yeah. And there was a there's a position open at Martin's when I was like this close, but I'm like, God, do you really want to get into school right now? No, like, yeah. holy fuck! So I I love teaching, and even when I was in ministry, that was that was my passion. Yep, that's what I loved. That's what I was good at. I was good at it. Like I just was, and yeah. I and I it just it, that's when I felt the most alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it'd probably be teaching something, probably history, social studies, something. It would have been history. Yeah. Um, history, geography, social studies. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be a worship pastor. That was that was my intent. Uh, sort of did that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. get paid for it. No. <laughs> Not enough. That's for damn sure. Um, the yeah. So that that was what I what I what my calling was. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. It worked out for a little bit. 
Um, it but, worked yeah. out for a pretty decent amount of time, yeah. honestly. I mean, had a good run. Yeah. I quit before it quit me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you, yeah. Enos. Um, <laughs> and then. I, have you seen the Family Guy bit where the horses. Yeah, man. Walk into the tent. Yeah. Well, they've boy. been asleep for a long time in there. Uh, what did you do for they're fun? They're all right. What did you do for fun? <laughs> what did you do for fun at Bible college? Bowling, occasional acid flashback. <laughs> yeah. Occupying various administration <laughs> buildings. Also, Beck. Tell you the truth, I don't remember most of it. Beck Bitter. Uh, so we got a question from Alex Samuel said, who is the homeless man you three let join you tonight? And then uh, Beck, Beck Bitter said, uh, his name is Michael. So it's good. Nice. <laughs> Fuck well, you, Beck. Well done. <laughs> and, um, and whatever kind of Australian accent. Fuck you, mate. Fuck you, mate. Uh, <laughs> go drink a Foster's. Put another cunt on the Bobby. <laughs> well, Jesus well, Christ. That's our hashtag. Sorry, for the sorry Beck. <laughs> Put another, we love you. Thanks for joining uh, in. I hope she's come to a live event. I, I don't think, don't she think she's flying from Australia, buddy. God damn it. Yeah. Beck, where, where are your priorities? Um, we do have more questions. Oh, wait, so, what was so, the so, what, what, was what the, did you do for fun? Oh, I just you can't. That's I don't what I know. Wanted. We, uh, I mean, like coffee shops and just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it was just hanging out. We hung like, out, we talked, we listened to jazz music. I mean, once Mandy and I started dating, yeah. there were other activities. Uh-huh. <laughs> Going to find the boy. Yeah. <laughs> I had my spot. Yeah. We had our spots. Yeah. And, well, never mind. I probably could find Not it today. And what, Brad? Nothing. Go on. Go no. on. Oh, my God. Do go on. Nope. Where was it at? Beth and I got busted. Johnson. Uh, it was in yeah. it was in West Town. It was at a park that was down by the river. I don't know that I could find it today. It was like back at behind like some neighborhoods. The Holy like, Spirit would lead you there. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beth and I had a spot down. Mandy and I did. Every I did, time I'll, he drives by, he I has did, a weird bummer. That's where Beth and I got. Mandy and I, Mandy and I were yeah. talking recently. It was like we should totally like. We should totally like go try to find that at some point. Just fucking nail each other in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my spot or our spot. There's it's just surrounded by houses, so because oh, it was man. a cul-de-sac. Yeah, ours was ours was a park. I, I don't know. I it, it was just like going to dinner, hanging out, going to coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. Occasional like weekend trips. I go, go to, to friends' houses. You go to Cedar right. Springs. I remember oh my, my friend, gosh, yeah. my friend Danny. Like he was my he was in my wedding and um, driving to Lexington to get Dave and. Like we went, I go to his house. We went to his house in Virginia a few times. It was just a blast. We'd hang out there on the weekend sometimes. Yeah. 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 We had a good time. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was good. Leaving curfew, leaving at curfew. I mean, get albums. uh, Looking back, looking back, the innocence of it was probably what I needed at the time. Yeah. 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 It it, it really did sort of protect me from uh, a lot. Fucking booms day. I mean. Oh God. Yeah. That was like the best fireworks show ever. Yeah. On Labor Day Mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. They had another firework holiday. Labor Day. Labor Day. It was called Booms Day. And I mean, it was, it was on the river. It was river. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like an hour long. We had Apache helicopters flying under the bridge. like, And then they'd mm-hmm. shoot. Like, it looked like they were shooting yeah. missiles or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway. Um, what what stupid rules did you have to follow? Jesus Christ. Where I, do you even start? I did, not, I did not follow the yeah, rules. Yeah, I don't know that we You really had to follow Jesus Christ? I will say, here's the dumbest rule. This was the rule that I was always just like, I mean, I got, I, it wasn't hard to read between the lines of why this came about, but you couldn't play, oh, there were two. You couldn't play cards, uh, cards with face cards. You couldn't play a card game with face cards in mixed company. Yeah. 
You couldn't wear sh- sh- uh, shorts. Like that was, oh, that's You couldn't wear one. shorts inside the holy circle. Holy fuck. They really did have that. Did yeah. they actually call it the holy circle? Yeah. Like, that's what or was, was called, that just man. what we called it? I think that's what it was called. Like, it, it was around the administration building of all places. You could like, walk it through wasn't the parking e- lot. It wasn't even like, along the, mm. it wasn't even like Mm-mm. the chapel. It was like you couldn't wear them through this one part of. Yeah. In that, and the, you can't, uh, there's no dancing within 50 miles of campus. That was one. You had to go outside of campus. To, yeah. To dance. Dancing. I mean, that was one that nobody followed. I mean, because people right. would have weddings and shit, like in Knoxville. Yeah. And they would dance. Like, uh, yeah. No, we didn't have open hours in girls' dorms on the weekend. Uh, we did occasionally. At, on at Christmas. At Christmas. That yeah. was the only time. Yep. Yeah, there was like that once a year. Like, yeah. In the dead of winter. Yeah. But <laughs> many clothes. No, you well, you, you decorated your room. That was the idea. Well, you know what? I mean, one year, uh, Scotty and I. It's had, another. It's another vacation or ca- our church camp. Yeah, yeah. Vibe. Skippy and I had a, a used toilet. He found. Yes, and, I remember oh, that. Oh God! And we put. Uh, we lined it with a trash bag and you put pissed ice, off a theologian. Ice and cokes in it, and we pissed off. And people had to bob for him. I remember picking yeah. up Amy Holly, who was like four foot ten, literally, and picking her up and dunking her head first into it to try to grab a coke, and. uh Man, Bob Martin found that, and he came and found me, and did. I don't like what that represented. Uh, it, was a, <laughs> dude, it was just a toilet in my room, man. Like, yeah, but yeah. If you would have just given but that me was open house. That was open house. It, the way I dealt with the rules, like it, on Wednesday <laughs> nights, that there were no rules. Well, <laughs> just abject yeah. apathy. I mean, first of all, like I broke all of them except for the ones like involving fornication. <laughs> Yeah, and that wasn't really so much by choice. I, I broke those. Numerous for you. <laughs> so, um, so did your roommate. Yeah. No, I know he was. Uh, oh boy. But well, anyway, um, somehow he was laying more pipe than anybody in the college. Right. So well, he wasn't getting as much roadhead as no, I. No, you know what they did? Like oh you had God. to. <laughs> Lord. Like you had to like dress up for freaking Wednesday night chapel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I would. We, we had a circuit. So I would Stop wear. <laughs> I would wear like uh, Mandy, come get this. Turn guy. his mic off. Like whatever, what, any mismatched clothes that I could wear. Yeah. And then a, and I then remember a that. Tie, I mean, like so, I looked awful. Like I looked mm-hmm. worse than I would than I do right now by yeah. so so much. Yeah. And I was following their stupid rules, and that was yeah. And that was it. So I followed the letter of the law. Yes. Or like you couldn't have your haircut. Yeah, so your, your haircut shoulders. would be illegal right now because it's touching your shoulders, and right? So, yeah. Well, and so, no, it was much longer than yeah. that in college. But so like I'd go into the I'd go into the barber shop and I'd tell them like I'd wait until someone would gripe at me and Dave, I'd go Dave in leg. and I'd tell them to cut off a half inch mm-hmm. and no more. Yeah. And then and to leave it. And so I'd technically be within the rules. I mean, it was just it was just it's absurd. absurd. Yeah. 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 Wow, it's all it's all control and management of people's yeah. impulses, but it doesn't work. I mean, it did. Right. It just. Didn't I mean, how work. many people we know that were just getting laid left and right? I mean, I mean right. like a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, like I said, once yeah. I was. I, I mean, I, I mean, do you feel bad about it? No, you didn't feel bad about it. I mean, it felt pretty damn good. Well, I, know. I, I mean. <laughs> I don't you, know. You could justify I, a lot of I, shit in your head. I'm not sure what my post nut clarity was back in <laughs> in 2001, yeah. but oh god, yeah, the amount of dry humping I did, my god, well, and it wasn't dry uh, for long. What do you mean? <laughs> Good lord. Next question. Uh, uh, how many of your old college friends probably believe you are heathens now? Most, all. It's not I, all for me, but it's most. I don't really. I mean, these are the only yeah, old this college is it, friends. Honestly. Like, I've seen and, one other guy from my wedding 
one time up in where he works because I was up. At, I'm and trying I, to think of the. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I don't. I don't avoid anybody, no. but and I still every once in a while like. A, Man, there's there's a few people that I I randomly have bumped into over the years that we just have a great conversation, yeah. but I want to keep up with them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I and I also don't like go out of my way to talk about anything that I know is gonna be upsetting to them. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no point to it. No, there's not. Um, and I can and I tell them what I'm doing, and I'm proud of what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's you know, it's just see me trying I, to explain the podcast to. The, one of my groomsmen when I surprised him at his church one day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, funny. there's yeah. just, there's no, there's you no common language. Yeah. I've yeah. got, I've got, I'm trying to think of the guys that were in my wedding. So I would assume those were the, you know, those are kind of my closest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that doesn't think I'm a heathen piece Me? of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Two. I was in your fucking way. No, yeah, about, you were my best no, man. I was your fucking no, best man. Matt yeah. does think you're a piece of shit. That's true. <laughs> for okay. complete, I'm back for to one. Uh, we're back non, to one. For non-theological reasons. I, yeah, I mean, most of them. It, it, I will say, like, it, it would be easy for me to sit here and say it doesn't bother me. It, it, there's times where yeah. it's like, there's a sadness of, like, we were close. I don't, we oh, had a lot we, of, and we had like a lot of fun together. We had an accountability group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, with the guys I from mean, my wedding, like they, some of them were my roommates, or they lived across the hall for two or three years. Like, there, there is like a, that's a loss. I mean, that's something yeah. when you deconstruct that people don't tell you before you do it is that you're going to lose people. Yeah, everyone in my you're, wedding party, and if you don't lose them, the relationship changes drastically. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I my twentieth, my twentieth uh, reunion was this past year in February, and I never, it never crossed my mind to go. I don't, I don't know what I'd even talk about. And I thought yeah. I, that was my thinking. And it's like I didn't even, I didn't even join. Like they invited me to like a, like a Facebook group to plan, like to talk about it. And I just, I didn't even join. It, it was like, what's the point? There's just no like. It, 20 years ago, if you would have told me that was going to happen, I would have said, you're out of your mind. Yeah. I think yeah. one thing about that, I think there's a lot of people from Johnson, well, some people, but that, that I've caught up with at various times over the years, one-on-one. And that's been awesome. I would never put myself in a group setting yeah. with all of that. Like to go yes. back to homecoming or something I know. like that. No. I would sit down and talk I mean, to that's anybody. where our reunion was I mean, at homecoming. I was yeah. like, there's just no way. Like, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to talk to Chuck. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I would love to talk to some of them, but it's like I'm basically two two trailers down from me. Yeah, they were were some of my best friends. But what do you say? What do I say if I'm essentially an atheist? Yeah, and they're still playing the evangelical game. There's there's no like common language. There's no common. Mm -hmm. Well, we we are in direct opposition of what they're doing. Like right in a very real way sure like well even people that aren't even in ministry anymore i know there's some that aren't. oh yeah like every every single person that was in my wedding party um i knew through the church it mm-hmm. was all friends from yeah. the group i talked to none of them mm-hmm. not not because of like some big argument or anything like that i just there's just no there's not a ton of common ground yeah you know and, and that's i mean dudes in general i think but at the same time like it's just we we lost touch because we lost that common you, language. You grew in completely different directions. Yeah, we lost the common well, language. But I mean, how many people? And I'd be curious about this. I mean, if you go to a secular college, like the three of us are still hanging out. Yeah. And how many people at secular? You know, like I don't know that it's maybe that different. Like you're talking it's probably, twenty some odd years on. Yeah, there's probably a, there's and, probably an age and just a yeah. life component. Like you got, once you have kids, once you got yeah. like people move stuff, away. And, I mean, yeah. 
And you, like, you move to some new area, you get new friends because of that. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I'm not even sure it's, it's so much belief systems and stuff. Like, I've had more pushback on w- what I'm doing from people that I knew in high school than I have from people that I went to Bible college with. Oh, huh, that's really? interesting. Yeah. Like, I mean, like at my church camp or something, I was telling somebody about it, I happened to bump into, you know, well, what, what are you doing now? And I told them, you know, you know, I'm an Episcopal priest, this is what's going on. And they says, oh, well, they're not too strong on doctrine, are they? And I'm like, well... Um, <laughs> you know, just, they actually have an entire fucking book of doctrine, yeah. whereas you don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you're just like, well, whatever. I mean, that's not uh, even. There's worth. no way to even. There's no but way like, to even talk about it. Like, like yeah, but see, I'm not sure. Like, like, I'd have that conversation with my roommate. You know, yeah, from college. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to be his reaction. We'd find something. We'd talk yeah. about you know the stupid yeah. crap. I mean, oh, yeah. it'd be we'd, it'd be fun to catch up a yeah. little bit. Because uh, the last time I saw him, I gave him a goose, and I haven't heard anything from him since. <laughs> so. Fucking a, we did. It's the best story ever, man. I, the, Go back. There's a new number of episodes. Well, that's been not even just that, but I remember every time we'd have a retreat at farmhouse, that story. Oh my home. god, it drove I've heard that story. Nuts. It drove Kara it nuts eventually. Drove me nuts, man. Yeah. I I heard it every. Doesn't Mandy matter. It's the best year. story. Mandy it's still gets pissed. It's the I can't best fucking story yeah. we spent that. That's the best thing we ever. That's did. the best ninety dollars that's ever been spent yep. in the history of humanity. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> it has brought us years of joy and stories, and yeah. All right, that's it. I mean, thanks, Sammy. Yeah. Sam Staggs. Thanks. That was, uh, I, I, I was kind of hoping it, it would be just a fun sort of jaunt. Yeah, because like I said, like we said, it was it was good for us at the time. Mm-hmm. It was where we needed to be at the time. For such a time as this. Yeah, sure. Well, it's not where you start that matters. It's where you no. wind up. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean once all, again, I mean, we've talked about it a number And what of happened times. is we all started on a journey together there, and we just continued the journey. Yeah. And then brought Michael like, along. Yeah, Brad and I sucked Michael into it. Like it just, and that's kind of what happens. It's like you find people, you find a common thread with somebody, and you sort of just you draw each other, you draw yeah. yourselves in each other's circles. I don't know. I mean, it's I, just it's just funny because I think for a long time I really was like just really hard on, on you know, the college experience we had. I think that's natural and kind of a part of just the tearing down of your faith. Like you oh, kind sure. of rebel yeah. against, and you think. I'm getting to the age where I just look back on it fondly. I mean, it was just, I was, I was who I was when I was 18 with the information I had at the time. This is how I acted. This is what I was. was. We we were all given the same information. I mean, and I met great people. Like I said, still friends. I met my wife. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's, I, I, there's, I I can't, there's not a whole lot of negative other than the fact that like, I'm just, I don't think it adequately prepared me for anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It didn't prepare you Mm -hmm. for now. It didn't prepare me for, 2002 when i graduated i mean yeah. really yeah yeah you really are kind of on your own like I, I mean you end up in your i mean there's that moment where you're sitting in your office as a youth pastor and you're just like the, the fuck, fuck do, do i do, I do now? now like yeah. well now i'm getting paid to do something i yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and of course and part of that too was you know in the bible college thing was they hold your hand for so much they stuff do that then once you get out and you have to make uh decisions about things, you I know mean, what I mean, and that's the problem. You you never had any practice. Yeah, there were never any consequences, really. Yeah, like if you didn't go to any classes, you weren't going to pass your class. But they didn't let you do that, and so since you couldn't not suffer a consequence then when you got your first ministry, yeah. like how many people do you know that went in and did two year? You know, I mean that was whatever. my that's my biggest issue with all the stupid curfew rules and stuff. I'm like, you're about to unleash twenty two year old kids 
into like ministry settings where they're supposed to lead people and make huge decisions that can have massive impact on people's lives mm-hmm. for good or ill. And you're like, we don't trust you past 11 o'clock. I yeah. mean, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking lunacy. I mean, when you look back on it, it's kind of crazy. And we thought it was stupid then in fairness. I mean, the, the curfew, but like I, I look back on most of my experience and it was like, it was just, it was, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was and good came out of it. It was good for what it was. I think it was what I needed at the time. I mean, you, you keep chasing down the trail. We're not all friends if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. This podcast doesn't happen. The live event this weekend doesn't happen. I know Brad would be excited about that. <laughs> but I mean, like like all these these all these special things that have happened in the last well, half special. dozen years just with this podcast alone does doesn't happen without any of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, every, we're not it's everything belongs. If we're not disgruntled, like, we don't try to start a church that fails, and then we end up starting a podcast that fails. It does. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> that failing. Let's. Yeah, it's on the downward slope. I mean, it it just doesn't happen without that, and so you can't you can't just write off your past. We lost our sponsorship to Casper mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're Fuck you, Green Chef. Yeah. <laughs> Are we, are we done now? Yeah. Uh, are we going to go into hashtags or feedback? Uh, no, feed. I don't right. have even logged, so who cares? Feed, feedback is dead this week and next well, week. We paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Uh, right. Hashtag world's worst sweatshop. <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah, you did. Was it worst or shittiest? Does it matter? I feel like it's... I wrote down world's shittiest, okay. but that might have been in Hashtag, my head. is that Typhoon with a T? God, that's that's really... Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I just... I love that for some reason. I don't even know why. Hashtag, pass the poom poom. <laughs> Hashtag, big ponchos deuce. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, I did PMs on my dick. <laughs> Lord. Hashtag, I don't want to blame it all on 9-11. <laughs> hashtag that's where Bigfoot picked me up, <laughs> and then hashtag the laughter of children dies on. Oh, my Michael, we forgot to do Fat Pastors tonight, bro. I forgot the box. God damn it! It's all the way out in the car. Yeah. His niece sent uh, a whole box of shit from Hawaii for us oh, to try. Nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's all Fred? poi based. <laughs> it's all pineapple. What, and poi. what do you got? <laughs> got a new hashtag. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, hashtag m- music. You know you can write these without with spaces, right? Music tong for Cheech and Chong. Music, music tong for Cheech and Chong. That's what I said. <laughs> what? Music tong with Cheech and Chong. Did you? Yep, sure did. Hmm. Uh, I think I tried to think hashtag world shittiest with- sweatshop. Uh, ha- boy, this one. I <laughs> hashtag the. The list, the Lassilient, Lassilian. That was the, his. What was your artist? The oh, the Cillian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's that the record. Didn't J.R. Tolkien read his? Uh, bro, I, I, don't don't I think I think something got auto corrected there. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. Uh, hashtag the boss at the end of the sex level. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't even remember what that was in reference to. I don't know, but it's kind of like that. Hashtag is this DeGarmo and Key. Hashtag pass the poom poom. Hashtag snout up the ass. 
Yeah. Hashtag Hillary's Pizza Shop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Hashtag Take It Easy Voltaire. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag The Next Dick Clark. <laughs> Hashtag Semen Based Bible College Questions. <laughs> Hashtag Pokemon for Morons. <laughs> Hashtag Put Another Cunt on the Barbie. <laughs> wow. And then hashtag all poi based. For those upset about the cunt word, that's one of Beck Ray's favorite words. She's from Australia. So, Everybody yeah. says it. Yeah. Um, I got world shittiest sweatshop. <laughs> Jesus the Jedi. Uh, semen based Bible college questions. That's got to be it, man. Um, another favorite game of mine, saliva or semen. <laughs> Oh, I also had Jesus and Shirley. Did I say that? Yeah. No. Okay. Laverne and Shirley. Flake up and fall off. That's about the nipples. Yeah. With the axe body spank. That's it. I like. Um, What's the semen based Bible questions? Yeah, that one's good. I like Take It Easy, Voltaire. No. Uh, Pokemon for morons. Not saliva or semen? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Shit. No. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked. <laughs> Let's do semen based Bible college questions. Who cares? All right. All right. Thanks to Oh, Sam. I've got I've got some feedback on Twitter. I dude, I asked like Well, you minutes. you went through it too quick. Just a couple. Uh <laughs> You really didn't have to play I mean, the you gotta song. Play the song you gotta right? play the song. If we're gonna do feedback, we're gonna play the song that Andy Moore worked so hard on. We actually have a five-star too. Oh, my God. <laughs> you had to look. Doing everything. Thanks for coming, Brad. It was nice to be here. Thanks for just seeing me stags for... You know, that middle the middle part was sort of okay. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> no, like yeah. The, the, it's pretty normal. Yeah, the sandwich bits are not great. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a shit sandwich, It's, it's the cream and the Oreo. Go ahead great. and read yeah. the five-star. Uh, it's called The Thing Is... And it's by every sound a caller. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Kevin. I only <laughs> Kevin. I, I don't know if I call him this on the podcast, but in my mind, Michael, time... you're on the podcast right now. Okay, I'm in my mind, whenever I read, Michael, his you're name, about to say it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I need you to know this right now. No, not yet. You just said I wouldn't say this on the podcast. No, I, what to... I'm saying is I don't know that I have said it on the podcast. Oh, okay, is what I meant. Um, but in my mind, I always call him McDiggs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever said that. That's like a fantastic before. contribution to the uh, person. In I'm my glad mind, we got there. I always in uh, my, <laughs> he in my like my contacts on my phone in my head. He's McDiggs. Matt, what you got? Uh, <laughs> it's from every sound of caller. Just simply says, "I only listen because I can smell Matt's balls from here." <laughs> so thanks, McDiggs. Appreciate and a five it, star. Yeah, uh, a couple of on Matt's uh, balls. <laughs> Beth can't see them when he's naked. Yeah. Uh, among the wildflowers at Aaron 417, me at work with my headphones in. Hmm, I'll catch up on some Pastors Podcast episodes. Me two minutes later trying not to lose it. This was a terrible plan. I am fine with this. Hashtag trying not to get fired. Evergreen question. How lit was MJ Basinger during this episode? Was it last week? I think so. Yeah, I was, Dude, yeah. you were dumb. Dude, wow. I had two, mar- two margaritas. Last week? Oh, yeah. yeah remember, did. I made them. Yeah. Did, I had didn't three. You burn, didn't you burn a couple, too? <laughs> no. I had three. No. Oh, okay. 
Uh, and then, uh, this is a new commenter, I think. Oh. Uh, Doxy Mama at Super Doxy Lover. She's been around a while. Okay, I really? She a, she, I believe she won a book or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hashtag Carbon Neutral Heatwave. Thanks for ruining <laughs> Mochi for me forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you talk about taste like skin or feel no. like chewing into human skin? Or something? <laughs> something about. Oh, is that that squishy shit? Yeah, we had? it's yeah. nasty, man. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> it's like eating a tuber worm or something like. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Say what I thought it was. <laughs> it's probably better you don't. Yeah, I don't it's like remember. eating the inside of a fleshlight. Not, I believe something around along those lines. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like what is? We're not going to put your name on it. You're fine. Don't <laughs> no, worry. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Your name I wouldn't dare. That. I wouldn't not do in that the comments, to you. Not where anywhere. motherfuckers got a doctor. We're like, yeah, we'll put your name on this bullshit. Oh, so Dan asked. I wonder what Brad's right forearm looked like at 18. Man, I was ambidextrous. Oh yeah, I had to keep good balance. <laughs> Yeah. Like, My right arm was stronger because of tennis, probably. You don't want to look oh, like Quagmire. Okay. You don't want to look like Quagmire. <laughs> Quagmire, where have you been? I've seen you in days. Just looking there at you, uh, that uh, internet uh, porn. checking out that internet porn. I'm going to go check my mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I gotta get back. I'm going to get back in there. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, play the Chris up on social media Chris with Hansen. hashtag. Hashtag. Which one? <laughs> look your ball. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember which one that is. I want to suck your cock and swallow your cock. <laughs> Work their body with my tongue all over and suck their hard cock dry. Tongue it's, fuck your ass. What are you doing? I want to hug you. Come over you in my arms. Stress your body. Work my tongue all over it. Lick your balls. Work my tongue around your clean asshole. What? I want to hug you. Like. It's from Chris Ant. Remember to catch a predator? No. I remember, like, what's going to happen a few weeks from now when I lose my job and I'm back on to say why. Michael Basinger. Somebody paid for him to say this to us. So, a listener genuinely got that guy from Chris, the Chris Hansen, to do this. So, I'm going to play it for you. Michael Basinger. Hmm, how do I know that name? Oh, maybe it's. B-Boy 69 Transcripts I've been reading Michael, Chris Hansen here You know, I'm going to need you to have a seat Because of those weird text messages You've been sending Brad and Matt Polly You're still Team Michael Despite this And I just also want to say hello To everybody at Pastor's Pub So behave yourself, cut it out That's the best thing ever, man Somebody paid him to fucking do that for us Thanks, Tam That's awesome so, yeah. All right. Well, Bye, this everybody. is the end. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye.